This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. I did not appreciate Alan Van Sprang until that moment. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, okay, you're good. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. give him much to work with, I don't He's think. He's given a lot of goofy shit to do. Like, Come on, spaghetti. <laughs> Chase, you upset he has some spaghetti. <laughs> was that really only us? I refuse yeah, to believe was. that was only us. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's so funny, though. Was, did everyone else just watch that episode be like, yes, Valentine gives his son some yes. spaghetti. Best show he ever. He makes spaghetti and talks about the time when him and Jace would eat spaghetti. <laughs> They just watched that. People watched that and were like, oh, that's normal. This is a normal man. I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> can you imagine Voldemort <laughs> sitting down with Harry Potter and giving him some spaghetti? Be like, remember I tried to kill you? Oh, back when you were a kid, Harry, I made us spaghetti. They would do that in a very Potter musical. <laughs> yeah, they would. Like, you just can't, you can't imagine it in any other very serious piece of media. No. Hello, welcome to episode nine of Character Chaos. Nine? Nine. Nine! I know. That's great. That is mad. Um, did introduce me. <laughs> did not introduce me. You went for it! I'm so sorry. Please introduce me. Uh, so I'm Rhiannon, joined by my co-host Margaret. Hello. How are you? I'm alright. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Good. We've been on a bit of a recording break a little bit, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a month. It's been a month since we've actually recorded. It's a bit weird. Feels nice though. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we're back, back, better than ever. Back in it. Mhm. Oh, I've had so many exams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full of exhaustion of exams. Yeah. But I'm good. Probably passed them. Definitely passed them. You got this. Aw, thanks. You got this. It's gonna look so embarrassing if I fail them. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so much unearned confidence. I've just put so much pressure on you now. Have you been? Good, good. I'm trying to think what I've been up to. I'm in Northern Ireland. That was fun. Yeah. That was really fun. I've had a really chill month. <laughs> awesome. Good for you. I know. Good for some people. Do you want to know what I did at Christmas? What? I got my friend this board game called Polite Society, which is okay. the Jane Austen board game. Okay. I got it on Etsy, mm-hmm. and it is so fun. Really? It is so much fun. Basically, you have cards of all Jane Austen characters, mm-hmm. and you put them on the middle, and you have like attributes like wealth or money or like love, okay. and you earn points. And basically, you have a dinner table, and your goal is to fill up your dinner table with guests. Okay. It's so fun, and I won. Aww. I beat Deborah of Polite Society. Oh, brilliant! It was so fun. That sounds really fun. You should play. You should. I think Dad said we should get more people. You can play with like eight players. You should I, come over. I am joining for your family. Jane Austen night. It's so good. They're genuine, all the characters from Jane Austen. Oh, that's so great. fun. Yeah, we gotta do that. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. That was my winter, my Christmas. Yeah. You got I any do. fun anecdotes, Rihanna? Are you a fun person? <laughs> no pressure. I really have not done much. <laughs> I really have not. My entire, like, December was being so worried about getting COVID that I wouldn't be able to be able to go to Northern Ireland. And then I went to Northern Ireland and was like, Oh yeah, life kind of continues now. Oh, you know, when yeah. you're like looking forward to something and you do it. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, more. Oh, life just keeps going, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a little, a little sad. <laughs> life just keeps on going, doesn't it? Hey, the years stop coming and they don't stop they coming. They don't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I said that to you in all seriousness once. Do you know, the years stop coming and guess what? They do not they don't stop, stop coming. coming. <laughs> but do you know who really experiences that the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. Immortal Magnus Bane. Oh, what a segue. It did it. 
To be fair to him, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. They physically cannot stop coming. Because he can never die. Mm Mm-hmm. Love that. I mean, he can die, but not naturally. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He's immortal, not invincible. Love that. There we go. That's kind of the perfect way to do it. So. Keep living until someone just gets you, and then you're like, "Well, my fault. <laughs> That's, on me. That's on me. That's on me. Completely on me." <laughs> I just say that just as you're bleeding, like, you know what? Fair enough. Gone. Fair play to you. <laughs> That's what Shadowhunters they just bring you back to life again and yeah, again and again. again. Unless you're Jocelyn, apparently. We were convinced Jocelyn came back to life. She For did real. not come back to life. Anyway, before we get into it, who are we talking about today? Before we talk, stop talking about Jocelyn. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we're not talking about Jocelyn, we're oh talking about- <laughs> For her, the years started coming and they did in fact <laughs> stop coming. <laughs> so sad. Oh, rest in peace, Jocelyn first. Do you know Magnus? Yeah, ooh, Magnus ooh. Bane. Mr. Magnus Bane. Yeah, from the book series, The Mortal Instruments. Is that right? Is it The, the Immortal- City of Bones, The Mortal Instruments. Wait, okay, wait, hold on. Wait, what's it? What's the series called? Is it, is it, I thought it was Let's called- just say The Mortal I think it's the Mortal Instruments. I'm trying to think what the acronym was on, like, stand with it. Was it T- I think it was TMI. <laughs> TMI, that's really yeah. funny. The Mortal Instruments. This show is very TMI. Yeah. The book series, the Mortal Instruments, and the book, the Magnus Bane Chronicles. Yeah, the Bane Chronicles, which you own. Ah, uh, don't, don't You own even. them all, actually. I own them all. Fair play, you own them all. A small anecdote, when I asked my dad for them for Christmas one year, when I was a teen, you know, a bunch of them are called, like, The City of Bones, The What of Broken Glass. My dad got them for me and was like, Mara, what are you reading? <laughs> Should I be giving these to you? And I was like, Dad, you got me Game of Thrones when I was 14. You yeah. do not need to worry about these books when I'm 16. It's yeah. fine. It's not nearly as edgy as it sounds. <laughs> Yeah, because they're like City of Ashes and yeah. shit like that, aren't He was they? actually like, Margaret, should I be getting you these books? I'm like, Dad, trust me, it's not that edgy. Oh, compared to Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. But both those books, and more specifically the television show Shadowhunters. Yeah. But yeah, we're doing more specifically, I don't know who plays them in the movie, but oh, you're always good with names, but stop that random guy. <laughs> we are talking about Harry Shum Jr.'s portrayal. Of Magnus Bane. Who is fabulous. Oh, we love Harry Shum Jr. He's brilliant. And I love him in this role. Yes. He so brings this character to life. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, we love him. It's great. We have such a soft spot for him because we love Mike and Glee. We have such a soft spot. Mike Chang? Mike Chang. Love. (laughs) Yeah, he's great. Mm -hmm. And this is a great role for him. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Magnus. Mainly because... I mean, look, this show is a roller coaster. We loved it (laughs) when we were teenagers. But it's probably not that good. We'll talk about it. But Magnus, I think, is genuinely a very good part of this show. Yeah. Like, Harry Shum Jr. Is, ha- has such, like, a lively performance. He's so, like, charismatic and eccentric, and he really stands out mm-hmm. amongst a lot of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually really fun yeah. and really good, and I think his character's really good. So we kind of wanted to just talk about him. We're also kind of swamped right now with work, so we wanted to do something kind of easy. Yeah. Someone who is simple. Not This won't be, like, a huge <laughs> analytic, like... Yeah intellectual episode we're just having fun and like we have a lot of nostalgia for this show as well and for this character Mm -hmm. so it's a bit of a nostalgia trip as well Mm -hmm. we loved this show like when it came out back in like 2016 yeah it definitely really reeks of ya like fantasy sure it really it it is its genre and Mm. that's fine it's meant for teens and that's fine but it definitely the the concept and the plot wasn't as bad as I thought it was. The lines were still as cringy as I remembered. Mm-hmm. But the general concept wasn't as bad. Yeah. 
I think we anticipated that season one was going to be pretty good. Yeah. And the rest was going to be garbage. I think we were so wrong. Mm-hmm. I think season one is relatively pretty bad. But, like, halfway through season two onwards, it's actually pretty alright. Yeah. I think we were, like, completely wrong. I think it was completely switched. Yeah. I think season one reeks of, like, edgy teen fantasy. And the rest mm. actually finds its footing a lot more and is way better than I remembered. At least yeah. when it comes to Magnus. Yeah, when it comes to Magnus. Ma- Magnus always did fine. Yeah. He's very isolated from the rest of the plot and he's just as fabulous as I remembered. Yeah. Still a little cringe, but you know. A little bit here and there. Harry really is. carries it. I he think does. Harry does a great job of just like carrying the weird lines. Uh-huh. He's great. Oh, you should say. Uh, mm-hmm. spoilers for all those things that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. For the books and the show and potentially the movie if we end up talking about that. Yeah. Do you want to give us the overview then? So, Magnus Spain is a warlock. He's lived for... So, basically, Wiki said he lives for 400 plus years, but I thought he'd lived longer than that. I've also read 800 years. Yeah, but Wiki said 400 plus, so let's say 800 plus years. Yeah. He's lived for a long time. Man's old. <laughs> He's real old. And for most of the show, he is the High Warlock of Brooklyn. He isn't for season three, but that's his that's his bit. Yeah. He's the High Warlock of that's Brooklyn. His gig. He's very powerful. Yeah, so just a little bit, I guess, a little bit about him as a person. He's quite like a confident person. He's quite an eccentric person. He's really, he's very smart because he's lived for like a long, long time. And generally, he's just like a really good person. He's a very like compassionate person. I think that's all you really need to know about him. But, so getting into actual plot now, so he's like first brought into the story because introducing to the plot now, so when Clary was younger, her mum took her to Magnus and Magnus wiped her memories. And so that's what introduces him into the present day plot because they go and seek him out to try and get Clary's memories back. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. And basically, Magnus becomes the go-to warlock. In the story, yeah. So when like Clary and friends need a warlock, they always go to him and ask him for help with things. I feel like I'm underselling him, but honestly, that is his role in the story. Basically, does everything for them. Yeah, and so basically, when all of that is happening, he ends up starting. He ends up like falling for Alec, who's another one of the Shadowhunters, and Malik begins. (laughs) So in season two, you get a lot of like. Magnus and Alec being really cute and just like trying to figure out their relationship and stuff like that. Here's a plot like towards the end of the story where he joins sides with the Seelie Queen to try and capture Valentine because he doesn't think that the Clave are doing a very good job at it, but he ends up kind of abandoning that. I'm, this is the weirdest <laughs> sentence ever, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. That's, that's a cut down version. And that really is. It sounded so normal to me. <laughs> I have Shadowhunter brain rot. Mm-hmm. And then in season three, basically, Magnus has a few more storylines where he loses his magic and he deals with that for a bit before he gets his magic back. His like dad pops into the storyline and is just being a dick all around. He's a bit of a nightmare. He's literally the prince of hell. And the series ends with him and Alec getting married. He doesn't get back his title of High Warlock, but he's still practicing magic and he's still helping all of his like clients. And this is really nice. And yeah. The wedding's just really cute. Mm. And I think that's all you need to know. I don't know if I missed anything there. No, that's great. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Cool. I feel like this is the first time we are talking about an uh, overtly queer character. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, it's not just Eleanor where it was fun jokes and then they kind of confirmed it later on. 
or Steve where it's just headcanon. Like, this is a queer guy, yeah. openly queer, has a boyfriend, his main plot is this boyfriend that we watch their relationship evolve. Like, yeah. I feel like he's a pretty... I don't remember the books were written. Do you know when they were written? I don't, I'm afraid. Because I feel like he's a pretty formative queer character. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he... he I, I'd, I'd say he's actually, like, decent representation for people who are bisexual as well. Like, Yeah, I'd say so. He really is. Mm. It, it's, it's just nice having a character who's just openly bi. Mm-hmm. And, like, doesn't face any homophobia, mm-hmm. doesn't face, doesn't, like, get gay-bashed, does not get killed. Yeah. Their relationship doesn't, like, I don't think anyone ever in the story has a problem with him and Alex's relationship because they are both guys. Yeah, I mean, everyone makes so many comments of, like, oh, yeah, I don't like you guys being together. Not because you're both guys. <laughs> not because, because you're gay. <laughs> because you're a downworlder, Magnus. Not because I'm homophobic, it's because I'm racist. Yeah. <laughs> Distinct difference. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I forgot to say as well, Mangus is a downworlder. Yes. Probably should have said that in the overview. So he's a warlock, he's a downworlder, and like in this world, the downworlders are discriminated against because they have demon blood. The yes. Shadowhunters, so his boyfriend of the Shadowhunter, has angel blood. Yes. And they are generally, they have like the superiority in that world. Yeah, generally, Shadowhunters exist to um, protect humans from the viewed, I guess, like danger of the downworlders, you know? Yeah. Kind of a. To protect them from the downworlders, but they don't really need to protect them from the downworlders. That's like a plot thing. Yeah. But he's like a minority group, I guess. Yeah. And, and he's an Asian man, which is great. Like, yeah. to have, like, a queer character played by an Asian man. Yeah, that's it's great. I think he's a really great character. Yeah, me too. He's fun. In a dreadful show, but a really good character. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. He, like I said, he's like a light amongst a lot of the garbage. Yeah. Can I give you a fun fact about Magnus Bane? Yes. He has no belly button. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's on his Wikipedia. God knows why. And he has no that. belly button. I'm really funny about belly buttons. Really. Are you? Yeah, I'm one of those people. I don't like them. I'm so sorry. Hey, you can talk to Magnus. <laughs> doesn't have one. Can't freak you out. Move aside, Alec. <laughs> doesn't have one. Yeah. So- How are you feeling about Magnus? I'm feeling alright. I'm feeling okay. Yeah. My, my brain has been Shadowhunters for like four days straight. A little bit. Just a, a lot of Shadowhunters. A lot of Shadowhunting. Yeah. And I, again, we thought season one was really good mm-hmm. and we really liked it. And I don't know about you, but rewatching this show in my notes, I have just so many times I just said, oh no, is this show bad? <laughs> Fuck, I think this show might be bad. I was kind of blown away. How bad these first few episodes oh, are. No. Luckily, Magnus is not very present. Yeah. And we will try and talk about Magnus as much as we can, because we really are talking about Magnus, but we'll probably talk about other things. <laughs> it just makes us laugh. If you watch season one as a comedy, oh. it's brilliant. You introduced me to that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you haven't seen this show before, tip, watch it as a comedy. It is incredible. So funny. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, we do first see Magnus at his pandemonium demon club. They forgot about that real quick. Can oh, I just yeah. say? He had a club. He, nope. have, he owns a club. Nope. Just stays in his apartment. There's literally scenes in season three where he's homeless. Why don't you just go to his club? Go to his club. That doesn't matter. He has a club. <laughs> um, and it says demon on it, Rhiannon. Oh, he's yeah. a demon, Rhiannon. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love that we meet him in an orgy pit, basically. Yeah! Surrounded by people. Of all genders. Uh-huh. Just like slightly half naked. He's drinking. By icon. I love him. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of him. 
No, is it is it just when he like looks at Clary kind of suspiciously and that's it? I think he doesn't actually. I think it's trying to make you think he's looking at Clary. He actually looks at the random circle members and he goes up to him oh. like circle members aren't welcome in my club and it's meant to be like exposition for mm. the audience. But it's meant to be like oh he he looks like he's looking at Clary. Oh no, he's not looking at Clary. Uh huh. I think I don't know. I might have been confused by all the bad dialogue. <laughs> Distracted by his cat eyes, maybe. Maybe. I have written down the hot orgy wizard pit. <laughs> Lovely. With Magnus. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Harry is the only one who can act in this show. <laughs> That's also another thing. The acting is questionable. Yeah. Not to say that I could do any better, but it's a little questionable. I think you, you gave props to Alberto Sunday. Yes. And I, his acting. I think he's genuinely he very good. Asaya Mustafa can act. Sorry, who is that again? Luke. Luke, Yes. Uh, obviously, Harrison Jr. is good. Harrison Jr. can act. Dario. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, this is where I was mentioning earlier. As you introduced me to Arbed mm-hmm. during episode four, I've since watched Community. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to do our own version of Nicolas Cage, good or bad. Matthew Daddario, good or bad, where we lose our minds trying to figure out if Matthew Daddario is a good actor or not. Because I cannot tell. <laughs> Oh god, he has some bad dialogue though, of Magnus. One is a bit where he says, I was there when the Dead Sea was just a lake that was feeling a little poorly. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> like, it's so awful, but mm. Harry is just carrying it. Yeah. He does alright, but some of the dialogue is bad. He's a good host to all the other warlocks when Valentine's going around killing warlocks. Oh yeah, I he did He tries like to that. get all his friends drunk. <laughs> just funny. Like, yeah. basically Hitler's coming to kill them and he's like, have another. <laughs> yeah. In my flat. Oh, yeah. I, f- I forgot he does that. I forgot he, mm-hmm. he hosts all it's the nice. other warlocks. Yeah, because he's the high warlock. He, and, you, and you definitely can feel that he feels, like, protective yeah. over the it, other he's warlocks. He's the wine mum. He's the wine mum. He really is. He tricks them a few times as Clyde keeps trying to find him, and he's like, yeet, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, because they are trying to... Yeah, because we're not quite sure about his character, aren't we? Because we're trying to find him for like, mm. the first like three, four episodes. And he has such a reputation as like, ooh, the the most insane mm. warlock, Magnus Bane, oh God, intense Magnus guy, kind of dangerous and mysterious and extremely gay. And they meet him and he's, he's, he's Magnus Bane. <laughs> he's a goofy wine mum, Magnus <laughs> Bane. What a sick name. Magnus Bane. It's great. It's a great name. I, I really love, in theory, his relationship with Clary. Yeah. Like, he is so protective of her. Like, I think in that scene when she's trying to find him and he pops in to be like, hey, come with me, Clary, I can protect you. Mm-hmm. And he, like, hugs her and he's like, look, Clary, you gotta come with me, I can protect you. I love when he calls her Biscuit. It's oh, so yeah. cute. He keeps, like, going to the whole thing as well. And I, I think it's it's nice to remind us that even though he feels quite youthful, like mm-hmm. he's old, like he would feel protective of Clary yeah. since she's a kid. And I think it's a nice role for him to play in her life. I keep saying, go with him, Clary, don't stay with these herbs. Go with Magnus. <laughs> but I feel like they don't lean into that in the show. Mm-hmm. And also the dialogue is bad, so it's hard to get that vibe from both of them. But I think when it happens, I, mean, I like it. I, yeah, I do like it. I like the moments it has. I think they have good chemistry. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. This is such a stupid sentence, but they go to him about the memory demon. <laughs> the memory demon. I mean, I was going to say, before we get there, the stuff with him and Alec... It's kind of sprinkled throughout the first season before they get there. And in my mind, it was subtle. It was like (laughs) subtle moments that we would go back and watch and be like, he said something to Alec. Oh my God. He looked a second longer than normal. Looking back, 
during that scene I was just mentioning where they're talking to him dramatically, mm-hmm. he looks directly at Alec and goes, who are you? <laughs> and then he leaves and just, oh god, it's kind of cringy. <laughs> they were not subtle about it at all. Oh, it was not subtle. <laughs> Magnus practically went up to Alec and was like, I am in love with you, uh-huh. and left it. That was basically what it was. He keeps hitting on him. It's, he's so horny. It's so funny. <laughs> they have, okay, we all say things about Matthew Dodaro's acting. They do have fantastic chemistry. No bad dialogue yeah. can stop him and Harry from having great chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he is really horny for Alec. And yeah. Alec, I like that it could come across as predatory, but it never does, because Alec is also kind of into it. It could so easily come across as predatory, like yeah. gay people often do in media when they don't know how to do it. But Alec is kind of into it. It's cute. Yeah. He's Alec just, is confused. He's just a bit confused. <laughs> he's amused. Like, I love Magnus's clothes when he has, like, the deep V and the necklace. And he's yeah. dressed. I think there's a, a certain, like, de-assification that happens <laughs> to Magnus throughout the show. As he dresses in more interesting clothes, but a lot more, like, buttoned up. Yeah. In the first season, he is young and horny. And he's wearing, like, these, like baggy shirts mm-hmm. with like deep v's it's a different style <laughs> yeah a de if you will maybe i'll date this episode <laughs> he tells clary you're not like others clary she is literally not like other girls oh my god she's quirky <laughs> i mean i've got written down when clary comes in with the whole like yelling at magnus like you're magnus bane you're the man who stole my memories and i've written down your mum asked him to you idiot <laughs> hot you stole my memories like we know your mum asked him to do this he like protested justin was like no do it this is your mum's idea he didn't just creep up to you one day like i'll steal this seven-year-old's memories no (laughs) do you know what i'm feeling like doing today stealing some memories (laughs) you child (laughs) she's really hostile to him in like episode four she's not the the whole memory shadow hunter Complying, he's helping yeah, you. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, I find it. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we'll talk about that in a minute. When we talk about actually Magnus and Alec. Okay. It is just not subtle. He keeps calling Alec pretty boy. Oh, that bit. And then Jay the, steps forward. And he's like, nope, not I'm you. not talking to you. I'm talking to you. He like fully brings out his arm and points at Alec, <laughs> takes a beat and just stares at him. And Alec's like, hmm? Me? Me? <laughs> oh, that's iconic, though. Why did I ever think this was subtle? It's so sweet, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think... Oh, God. Sorry, I found the red. I found a line that's funny and it's meant to be funny. Go on. Oh, my, this never happened. Give it to me. It's the bit where, like, Jace is unconscious and Clary asks, is he going to be all right? And Magnus just goes, I don't know. Does he normally just lay like that without moving? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. I that's remember actually that. funny. That's actually very funny. I actually laughed. Not this, ironically. <laughs> this season, to my point, I think Harry knows what show he's in. Yes. I think Harry understands what kind of show he's in. Mm-hmm. you got to be camp. This show is not to be taken seriously. Yep. <laughs> we have the classic playing hard to get. I do love a challenge. That that's iconic. Magnus intends to drag this man out of the closet. <laughs> oh, you're in the closet? Not for much longer. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but it is I get that Alec is supposed to be confused, right? Yeah. Like he's gay and he's into Magnus, but he doesn't really 
know why he doesn't really want to lean into it he's a bit mm-hmm. in denial it, it confuses me as to whether or not alec is supposed to be confused or if he's just having good days and bad days yeah <laughs> it's tough to know i don't know i think this is where matthew Dodaro's questionable acting makes it hard to tell what's going on with them matthew Dodaro, good or bad but you get what i mean yeah i get what you mean i go but they do have great chemistry they do He's just trying to do his job. Honestly. <laughs> Everyone's being insane. Magnus is trying to do his job. Uh-huh. The, the memory demon stuff starts the long-running trend of we need a warlock. Mm-hmm. Magnus is definitely free. <laughs> Magnus is not busy. The amount of time someone rings up Magnus or knocks on Magnus's door and asks him to do the stupidest request I've ever heard in my life. They will just interrupt him. <sighs> yeah. We'll come up with some funny examples later. It is so funny. It, I, I like how they point it out in later seasons. Uh-huh. They address it every so often. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you, because this is ridiculous. Well, it gets to the point that in season two, mm-hmm. they introduce the fact that Magnus has clients. And he yeah. sees people just so it becomes less weird that he keeps helping the Shadowhunters with random stuff. I mean, I, I respect the fact that he just really digs Alec. And so he's like, yeah, I'll help you. Oh, I, yeah. I want to see Alec again. Is the hot guy coming? Hell yeah. Alex Alex here? I'll help. I mean, can we talk about the fact that he calls Alec Alexander? Oh, yeah. The the way, when I first heard Harry, like, say that name in that certain way, I was like, oh my god, a hundred memories just came back. Yep. Alexander. The way he says it. I love it. It's so cute. And he doesn't even ask. Alec might be short for Alec (laughs) McKayan. Who knows? He's like, nope, your name is Alexander now. Yep. He did not know that that was Alex's name. It's Alex. I thought he was I, right. I like, I like to know that's. I like to think that's not Alex's name. <laughs> that's not Alex. Changes it to Alexander. <laughs> yes. He's too embarrassed. <laughs> he goes and changes his birth certificate to Alexander. Maris is like, wait, wait, what did you change your birth certificate? He's like, no, 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 no my, my name's Alexander. My name is Alexander. You birthed me and called me Alexander. <laughs> Magnus asks, tell him to come see me. I miss him. <laughs> I just like that he's. Like, very immediately aware that Alec is into Jace. And he, like, sees it. And I like that his priority is not, I want to fuck Alec. His yeah. priority is, like, I need to help Alec. Yeah. This man is stressed. And he's gay. And he doesn't know what's happening. He's I think he's love like, of his brother. Um. Yeah. He's, like, gently nudging Alec. Yeah. Just every now and then. Obviously, he wants to drag him out of the closet. But he's also, like, being like, dude, come on. It's okay. Yeah. He gets a lot of talks from Magnus of the, like... You know, you can't keep doing this. The, the whole yeah. be yourself, come out the closet bit, you know. He is Blaine to Kurt. Yeah. A little bit, isn't he? A little he? bit, a little bit. He's the man with all the advice. He's lived for a thousand years. Yeah. Blaine has lived for a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> he does feel like it in the episode he introduced. Yeah, the, the wisdomest gay man. <laughs> sorry, we're talking about Blaine Anderson from Glee. We need to stop doing this. I'm so sorry, we were talking about Blaine Anderson. Darren Chris from Glee. The amount of times we'll just say a name and keep talking and then they'll explain who we're talking about. You know Steve. Captain America. Yeah, oh yeah, so when Steve does this. We've done that multiple times. But yeah, I I, I like that Magnus is, obviously he has ulterior motives of Mm -hmm. wanting to date Alec, but his priority is really just helping Alec, which is nice. Magnus just finds everyone boring and taking things too seriously. I know, yeah, it's... He, he's a breath of fresh air like that. He's just having fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so serious. Like, fair enough, the world is ending, but... Sure. Yeah, and then this is when Magnus becomes the um, storytelling man. Oh, <laughs> When yeah. everyone keeps going to Magnus and he's like, when I was a boy, 
An orphan boy. An orphan boy. <laughs> he's here like, when I was this age. And he'll tell a story that's vaguely relevant to their current um, situation. Yeah. And he'll be helpful. Just the number of times Magnus will start a scene and be like, you know, when I was this age. Yeah. I mean, is that is that in the episode where he's, like, helping save Luke? Yes. Which what, is... What episode is that? Episode six. Because my episodes are, like, all out of whack here. I'm not oh, okay. going to lie. I just have the word episode written down. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> no, I think you're correct. Oh my god, I have episode nine, episode, episode ten. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Episode nine and three courses. So, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> the secret episode. Can I show you? Yeah, please. Episode nine, episode... <laughs> you have things written down! Episode ten! <laughs> That's what Shadowhunter season one does to me. Uh-huh. I mean, I think episode six is one of the only good episodes in the season. Mm. And it's not even that good. Yeah. It just has a structure where Magnus is telling Clary some stories and she's drawing. And it's it's very cute. I yeah. love their chemistry. I mean, he's being helpful as well because he literally saves Luke's life. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. He literally saves their lives. He saves everyone's so lives. So many times. So many times. This starts it, though. Yes. He's like... Keeping Luke on life support for an episode. Literally. He's like uh-huh. using his magic to keep him alive and instructing everyone to find the right ingredients for the potion to bring Luke back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his whole gig. Oh, and then Alec. In the end of the episode where Alec comes and helps him. <sighs> he, to like... Uh... Yeah, Alec... Doesn't Alec go up to him and like says, take some of my power? And so like, he takes some of his power so they can both save Luke together. Mm-hmm. And then... Relationship goals. Save is... Luke together. <laughs> saving Luke together. He is like crouched like mm-hmm. with his hands out trying to you know hold Luke's magic and then Alec comes up behind him and he like grabs Alec and together they like you know use the magic and then afterwards when he's exhausted he like slumps into Alec's yeah. arms and I'm like oh, oh it's so good. It's they have so such great cute. physical chemistry. Mm-hmm. They are so good together. Aww. Oh can we talk about the quote? I don't know if it's here but I want to talk about it. Okay. Which is the very top quote on his Wikipedia page, which is the, For almost a century, I've closed myself off to feeling anything for anyone, man or woman, and you've unlocked something in me. Oh. (gasps) That was iconic, that was. That was beautiful. That line was so iconic back in the day. And, hello, ding, 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 genuinely well written, probably straight from the book. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And Harry- a good piece of dialogue. Harry delivers it wonderfully. Oh, it's so fucking cute. He's just so patient with Alec. Mm. Like, every time Alec's stressing, he's like, don't worry, you don't have to decide now, it's all good. Yeah. Oh. Like, they both have that kind of trope of, like, there's just something about you. And there's, oh, and they, yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. both see something in each other. There's just something about each other that they, the other's just kind of loves. You just can't help who you love. It yeah. Just, yeah, it's just in your soul. And it's just really nice. Oh, it's beautiful. God damn it. I just like that. I just love Harry's body language. Yeah. He's just so, like, graceful and, like, doing little flourishes and dramatics. And, like, it works with this character because he's, like, doing magic. So he's, you know, like, flailing his arms about, basically. (laughs) But even in his, like, speech, he's, like, doing little things with his hands and he's, like, gesturing and, like, gesticulating, but in, like, a very elegant way. Yeah. I just love what Harry's doing. Like, I think there's one moment where, and to be honest... If you're watching other scenes in the first season, they're very boring. The characters are standing around talking. There's a bit where I swear Magnus is like lying on the sofa and someone's talking to him and he gets up and like Harry does a whole thing where he like kind of like prances up. He does a twirl and his hands like just kind of move and he's standing staring at them and like for no reason. 
The man could have just gotten up off the sofa, but he does like a whole movement, and it just adds so much to Magnus. Yeah. There's just all this physical stuff that Harry is doing that's so good. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. All of his like hand movements are so mm-hmm. good. He's just so physical. I know. It's great. He's like, he has a lot, you can really like see the expression on his face as well. Mm. You can really see what he's feeling. Mm. He's very like emotive. He does a lot of eyebrow work. Mm-hmm. And no one else is emotive on this show. Oh no, you need someone to be. Yeah. So I really like that. Mm. And it's not just because he's charismatic, it works for his character because he's a warlock. Of course he's always doing stuff with his hands. Yeah. It like, it's expressive, you know. Yeah, it makes sense for his backstory, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. It's nice dimensions. Yeah, I like that. Oh my god. Can we talk about when Magnus is doing an autopsy with Izzy? Oh, and I love that scene. He's, like, lamenting, like, Alec doesn't like me, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, like, as soon as Izzy mentions that Alec might be getting married to someone else, Alec just, like, Magnus has the biggest stank face. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks at her like, oh, no. Not on this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this will not do. Literally, I have written down Harry's pulling out all the acting stops here. Give he this is. man the Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going for it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, but it, it's nice because it shows that he does genuinely care for Alec, mm. and this isn't like it, it, just, it does actually like really mean something to him. Like, yeah, you know, he's actually upset that he won't get a chance to be with Alec. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's sweet. Mm. I've written down Magnus is just staring at Alec's abs. Uh huh. Shirtless boxing. Yep. And he's like, "Oh, my boy's back. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I bet before that he was like, "Do you know what? Alec's engaged. That's fine." Saw his abs. Never mind, I'm trying again. <laughs> you know what? I'm back in. <laughs> I'm back in the game. Lydia, add the way. <laughs> I love that Magnus keeps giving Alec all these pep talks and advice about, like, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, just follow your heart, mate. And it's like, he knows full well that that means him picking Magnus over yeah. his potential wife. Follow your heart if it's me. <laughs> Only if it's me, though. Then if you're gonna go for Jace again, may as well marry Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> me or nothing. <laughs> Can we talk about the World Inverted episode? Yes. This episode again, episode number two of Good Episodes. Yeah. Fabulous. Oh. Okay. This is so fun. I feel like it's okay for me to assert here that Clary is one of the stupidest people I have ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Because Melion just explained to her that, like, okay, you're gonna wake up in another dimension. Okay. Things are gonna be different. You have gotta blend in and figure out what's going on. She wakes up in this world, sees Valentine, Pulls a knife on him and starts yelling, where's my fucking mother? And it's like, Clary, oh my oh god. My god. C- can you not understand? You've got to play it cool, my dude. He's in your living room. Melion's words went in one ear, out the other. <laughs> no thoughts had empty, Clary. Yeah. Like, I get that it's for the audience to be like, oh, you think oh, it's Valentine? It's Valentine. He's cool. Like, no. The audience are not 12. I think we can understand that Clary has to blend in and try and pretend that she loves Valentine. She pulls a knife on him and is like, where's my mother, you sick yeah. fuck? And it's like, Clary, oh my god. I mean, should we put that on the list of her thinking Luke is her dad? <laughs> Go on. Go do it. Do it quickly for us. Oh, well, the bit in episode six yeah. where... Luke is, it's very obvious that Luke is about to reveal something to Clary and Clary looks at him and is like, wait, are you my... And he's like, no! And Luke is a black man with like a very dark skin tone and Clary's one of the palest people yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Are you my... No! <laughs> that's good. And you think that's a, an example of them writing a joke that's quite funny on purpose. I don't think that was meant to be funny. 
And it was meant to be genuine. <laughs> yeah, we were talking earlier how, like, there's definitely someone in the audience who was like, oh, Luke? Oh, it's not Luke. Oh, it's not Luke. <laughs> Close one there. <laughs> okay, so that so we've got two on the list. Yeah. Of Clary's Clary. stupidity. Someone help Clary, please. Please. Not a brain cell between her. <laughs> oh. I love the Magnus commercial. I think it's so cute. Yeah. Again, that's Luke being like, what is his name being a librarian? He has like a book and he's like, thanks Magnus Bane! Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's commercial. Can I talk about gay Alec? Oh. Camp do Alec. The bit. Do the bit where he's like, there's this party they've been planning and like, I suppose we haven't really said that Alec, in normal Shadowhunters, he's, he's meant to be brooding and stoic. Yeah, and, that's like, his bit. No emotions, follow the rules, annoying. And in this world he is camp. Mm-hmm. And he looks at Clary with the most deadpan thing he's like, Clary, I have been planning this party for so long, you cannot forget about it. And the theme is amazing. <laughs> he is so serious. It is amazing. so funny. And this is where we come back to Matthew Daddario, good or bad. Yeah. I think Matthew Daddario is so good when he's allowed to be either camp or just like relaxed. He yeah. is so good in this episode. He's good. Yeah. And like the whole the whole bit is that kind of Magnus and Alec are swapped in the yes. alternate dimension. He's so, camp and confident. Yeah. And like Magnus, Magnus is, is like slightly more insecure and a bit quieter and kind of shy. Yeah. Like there's a bit where he's trying to get into the party and he's not being allowed in. And like he doesn't really like push for it. He just kind of like gives up. He's like, oh, okay, okay my name's on the list, but you know, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, Alec, like, swoops in. And, like, like, this one's with in. me. Oh, and amazing. he does the playing hard to get. I do love a challenge. Mm-hmm. I like Magnus and his little cardigans. And, like, his flatter yeah. hair. I mean, I don't know if I'm, like, reading too much into this or not. But I think this can kind of tie into, like, the theme of Magnus where when he doesn't have his magic, he's a lot more insecure. I, feel like, I don't know if I'm just being... Reading too much into this. Giving them too much credit. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we have scenes of him in season three where he doesn't have his magic. And he is not doing well. Like, he is not coping with it very mm. well. And, like, he feels a lot, like, more stressed and a lot more insecure. And he's, like... Because he's saying to Alec, like, you know, are you still going to, like, love me if I don't have my magic? And things like that. And, like, obviously this version of him doesn't have his magic. Mm. And he's a lot quieter. Mm. He's, he's still he's still Magnus. You mm. see him in that ad. Like, he's still Magnus. Yeah. But, like, he, he's a lot more introverted, mm. I feel. I don't know if that's, like, connected at all, if I'm giving him too much credit. But I like to think that's, like, a little thing of Magnus. Like, a lot of his confidence does come from, like, his magic and his ability, you know? That's quite interesting, because I suppose you watch the show and you kind of read into it that Magnus is this naturally extremely charismatic, confident guy. Yeah. I suppose that's interesting when you could read into it in the sense that Magnus is a normal dude, but yeah. it's just when you are immortal and you have magic and you can do anything, it does naturally give you that confidence. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, he is kind of just like a normal guy who has the insecurities like all of us do. But I suppose it's not necessarily himself that has all of that confidence. It's the magic that would naturally give you that confidence that, like, theoretically, you and I would be like that if we had magic. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good spot. Thank it you. is definitely giving the writers far too much credit. <laughs> I know! But I think you are correct. <laughs> Okay, can I suggest we move on to a segment? Oh, go on. The segment called Magnus is a Terrible Lawyer. (laughs) Yes! Magnus is a Terrible Lawyer, let's go! Yeah, so Magnus is a fucking lawyer. They go up to Magnus and they're like, Magnus, dude, can you be a lawyer? Izzy is gonna go prison, can you be her lawyer? And Magnus is like, yes! 
do you not know any qualified lawyers? I refuse to believe that Magnus at some point in his life has passed the bar. I in man, like man's a thousand years old. old. Okay, not in Shadow Hunter. Like maybe he was bored one day. He's so old. Felt bored, passed the bar. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's so funny. Cause like obviously it's the trend of let's go to Magnus every time we have a problem. We need him to fix it. But lawyering? Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of his lawyering, when he is a lawyer for this episode, he, he quotes a lot of, like, law things. Mm-hmm. Like, he does, Harry Shemjian does this little, like, impression of, like, the law is the law. And, like, he keeps quoting movies, <laughs> and it's like, Magnus, do you just watch movies? I don't think Magnus. he did pass the bar. I think he watched Legally Blonde and was like, that's me set. <laughs> I mean, that is him in Legally Blonde, basically. He wrote Legally Blonde hundreds of years ago, and they made it into a movie. Mm. Honestly, the amount of capital letters I have in the section of my notes. Why is he a lawyer? <laughs> oh, not the bit where someone's like, like the judge is like, you're out of order. This whole thing's out of order. He calls the courtroom a sham. Put the cup on trial. Yes, his opening statement as a lawyer is that the entire courtroom is a sham and they should be prosecuting the mortal cup, <laughs> which we have not mentioned it. This cup is a fucking cup. Surprisingly, the cup is not a sentient human being. They can't put it on trial. He is a terrible lawyer. He his first like witness like um what's it called when you cross examine a witness or whatever. Uh-huh. He he calls up the prosecution attorney. Can you just do that, Lydia? <laughs> he questions the prosecution attorney. Yeah, I don't think you can do I that. I don't think you can do that. Granted, I only do regular English and Welsh law, not shadow hunter law. <laughs> but I don't think you can. What you should say is you are in the midst of finishing a law degree. Yeah. How would you rate Magnus's lawyer skills? Two out of ten. Two? <laughs> Two out of ten. He has the confidence. I don't know what the hell he's going on. I don't know how the hell he won. <laughs> I did appreciate when he said to Alec, I'll do you pro bono, though. Like, that's law that pun. Was, law that, pun. That was funny. And Alec is like, panic, 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 <laughs> panic. <laughs> As a law student, I appreciated the law <laughs> joke. You've got to do that at one point. I'll do you pro bono. <laughs> and but everything else was a mess. I have written down, I think Magnus says that at some point he just says the law is hard. And I'm like, that's Rhiannon's entire degree. <laughs> the law is hard. I think my dissertation might be the law is hard, but it is the law. <laughs> what a stunning observation. I think I might quote Magnus Bain in my... In my dissertation. And you're going to hope that when you first cross-examine your first witness and you pull up the prosecution attorney, of course, yeah. that she decides to go off script and side with the defence yes. and do a whole TED talk about how we should have more compassion for each other, drops the charges and the entire courtroom erupts into applause mm-hmm. and a standing ovation and throwing papers everywhere. Yeah. And then the judge is like, guys, what the fuck? That is the first thing we get taught in <laughs> law school. <laughs> We get taught that if you pull up the prosecution attorney, they will side with you. And if that doesn't Every work, time. if that doesn't work, you put an inanimate object on trial. You go get a Rubik's cube and you start yelling at him if he did the murder. I knew it was you. Where were you on the night of the murder? No further questions. Oh, Magnus. Yep, I love you. He's Not a terrible as a lawyer. lawyer. Stick to the magic. Yeah, stick to what you know. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Oh. Anyway, that ends our Anyways. segment of Magnus is a terrible lawyer. Yep. Should we move on to Malik? <sighs> Let's talk about Malik. I can't help but love you, even though 
try not to. Singing it in front of a mic. It's so professional. (laughs) I think of all the podcasts I listen to of people who can sing. Mm -hmm. And they sing all the time and they sound so wonderful. And then it's (laughs) me, the Grinch of Christmas, (laughs) singing the gay Malik song. Oh, so much stuff happens before the wedding. Do you know what? Do you know what? What? I put this on my list of favourite episodes that I think are actually good. Yeah. However, this episode only barely made it because of the wedding scene. I see what they're doing in this episode, right? Mm -hmm. They have like a scene at the beginning, which is repetitive because we've already had a scene where Magnus and Alec are together and Alec is like, I'm going to marry Lydia and Magnus is like, you shouldn't do that. And he's like, I'm going to do it anyway. They do it again. And I get that they're bookending the episode, right? They're introducing the theme. I see what they're doing. But it's repetitive and boring. Yeah. And then they have, like, scenes where Magnus is doing other things, but he keeps thinking about Alec, and it's kind of a lead-up. The scenes are relatively boring. I see what they're doing. I get it. But it's kind of clumsily written. Yeah, I get you. Because, like, I, I, like, distinctly remember... The episode coming out, obviously we knew that Malik was going to get to go that episode. I distinctly remember sitting through the episode, almost like so like nervous because Malik was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And like it genuinely, I just sitting there like watching that. Okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ragnarfell's here. Oh god, Ragnarfell. Clace, okay. When's the wedding? <laughs> the only detail I say I like uh-huh. is in that scene at the beginning with Magnus and Alec. They set up a nice detail of Magnus telling Alec that you know you're in love when, like, there's, like, loss of breath and your heartbeat's going <gasps> wild and, like, he gives him all these, like, little details that we obviously see later. Yeah. And that's, like, a nice attention to detail that I enjoy. That's nice. Um, I've just written down Magnus is, like, love me, Alec is stress, <laughs> my poor boy just needs to come out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Magnus yeah. is wearing an email outfit. <laughs> He wants to drink. I do love the line. <laughs> what? I've written down, the book of the white, you're mocking me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, I was going to say, I like that he like that Magnus likes Lydia. It's yeah. not that he hates Lydia. He's not oh, jealous no. of Lydia. He wants to help Magnus. Yeah. I like that he likes Lydia. He's nice to Lydia. It's cool. Yeah, because obviously both Alec and Lydia are pretty open with the fact that their marriage is a marriage of convenience. Mm-hmm. There is no feelings there whatsoever. Nope. Like, whatsoever. So, like, Max doesn't really have anything to be against Lydia for. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's not, like, salty and jealous. Yeah, they're not competing for Alec or no. anything. And it's not like he's mad that she's winning. He just wants to help Alec. Yeah, Lydia he's just nice. happens to have the good last name and is a shadow hunter. Mm. I actually do love the line when he's hanging out with um, Jason Clary and they found out that they're siblings. <laughs> and he just goes, I came with you to escape my relationship drama, yeah. not get a front throat seat to yours. What a mood, though. Oh, yeah. What an absolute mood. Uh-huh. But the thing is, he brings it up. Yeah. He's like, so you guys are siblings, right? It's like, Magnus, you brought up the conversation. Doesn't he go on a whole thing like, oh, yeah, so I knew the, this couple from, like, Egypt. <laughs> they were siblings. So and it's like, Magnus, Magnus, read the room. Magnus, this is not the time. He was trying to help. <laughs> I find it so funny that they introduce Ragnarfell and it's a whole thing mm-hmm. and he's so dramatic and they have this backstory with Magnus and he dies immediately. Yep. So funny. Dies immediately. No time for Ragnarfell. He, he, he gets us to the, the book of the fucking white. What, are the, what, are, what is that? What, are, what What's the book of the white? And then they have a bookmark to go with the book of the white. Yeah, it's Frank Meal. 
It's on the long... So basically, like, the entire plot of the first season is like, okay, we had this clue that leads us to this clue that gets us to this clue. And it's like 20 different ridiculous things after the other. Yeah, the MacGuffin train. Yeah. Yeah. And towards the end, it's like, come on, we're at the Book of the White, which gets them to, like, the bookmark. And the bookmark gets, gets them, them to Camille. To, oh, who, my God. Yeah, it's, it's not very well written, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the wedding? Oh, the fucking wedding. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> no! <laughs> I was just doing it. Can't do it again. I just... This scene defined my life for so long. And I stand by that it's good. Yeah. Still it's good. good. It's still a little clunky and some of the lines are more cringy than I remembered. It's still good. Mm-hmm. I love it. Alec is getting married. The music is dramatic. Yep. It's Everyone's kind of like standing around like, oh, he doesn't want to do this. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. And like everyone has their own moments. Like you see Jason Clary looking at each other with a lot of complexity and like yeah. everyone's having their moments. And like, they're like slowly getting married and yeah. like they're doing the and, ceremony. Like, everyone's kind of looking at Alec like, oh, you don't love her. Uh-huh. Oh, this is kind of shit for you. Mm-hmm. You're doing this for your family. You're not doing this for you. No. Because everyone, I swear to God, every single person went up to Alec at some point and was like, <laughs> don't marry Lydia. Bro. Marry someone you love. Bro. Follow your heart. Bro. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But obviously he didn't listen. No. Until the altar. And then Magnus <laughs> comes in. Oh. Can you imagine if this wedding was going smoothly and Magnus just walks in and like but like why would you walk in in the middle of someone's wedding like the doors make a noise yeah he just steps in the middle of the he aisle walks in he just stands there in the middle of the room just staring at alec and mm-hmm. alec is like fuck yeah well we, we see the detail when lydia comes down the aisle he looks at her and he's like okay cool alec yeah. is like this is nice and when magnus comes in he catches his breath <gasps> and it's beautiful oh my god i remember like seeing that and like seeing the bit as well where he says that he can't breathe uh-huh. and being like that is cinema. <laughs> this is oh my God. cinema. You said earlier in the episode that if you can't breathe and if you c- catch a breath when someone's around you, that means that you like them. And then he said that in the, in the wedding. And it happened. It was so oh my God. This is cinema. Give them the Emmy. <laughs> Give them the Emmy right now. <laughs> and you have like, Magnus is just standing there for a good two minutes. Uh-huh. It's like, Jace is like, dude, you good. And Izzy is like, I invited him here already. And I just love that Lydia is like, hey, hey, I like you good. And he's just like, I can't breathe. I can't feel like my hobby. It's so beautiful. I love that Lydia is like, this guy is gay, supportive. She's yeah. like, yo, you gotta go marry this man. You gotta go kiss this man. And like, the music is so good because you can kind of hear the strings the whole time. And then as he, Alec like makes his decision, and he looks at Magnus, the like music quiets for a minute. Mm-hmm. And like takes a moment and he just starts walking towards Magnus. Yeah. And I swear you can hear a hundred gay teens being like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, and the music oh. is swelling. Oh my god. And like his mum, I think, goes up to Magnus. Yeah. And then like starts walking towards Alec and is like, Alec, you don't do this. And he just like doesn't even look at her. He just puts up the hand and is like, enough. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to Magnus and the music swells and they kiss and it's beautiful. Oh. A hundred gay tears. Yep. Like 12 episodes of build up to this point. It's genuinely so good. Mm-hmm. And even when the build up's kind of shit looking back at it sometimes, mm-hmm. th- it does it not change it. this moment. Yeah. This moment is still beautiful. Yeah. It's it's definitely more of a moment for, moment for Alec than it is for Magnus. Sure. But god, it's just so fucking What a good. fucking moment though. Uh-huh. Yeah, the if- fact that Magnus had the guts in the first place to step into that wedding and oh, just yeah. for the 
last time, that he knew this is his one last time, mm-hmm. to just put forward his case. He didn't say a word, but it was just him putting forward his case to be like, I am still an option here. He's like, I'm going to save you, Malik. Yeah. I'm like, you do not know what you're doing. I'm going to stand here, and if you need me, I'm right here. Yeah. And he did need him. He did. He saved Alec. God damn it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Like, if you're not going to watch this show, which, fair enough, this <laughs> show is a lot, just look up this scene. Yeah. It's genuinely so well done. Oh. And you'll see what we keep singing. <laughs> yeah, that one song. Mm-hmm. I think I used to draw, like, those lines, I can't help but love you, even though I try not to, <laughs> with, like, I swear I have a drawing in, like, a notebook Can with, like, dig that a up? little bow and arrow and, like, a little potion. I like, need to dig that up immediately. I probably have a picture of it. Yeah. Ugh. It's still beautiful. The moment speaks for itself. The kiss is, like, beautiful. I love it so much. Their chemistry is so electric. It's so good. It's great. Once Magnus kisses Alec, his mind is clear and he can figure shit out and he's suddenly like, oh, I know where to find this bookmark. And he goes. Can I just say, the way I absolutely love the way he says this, the way he literally is like, yeah, so there's good news and there's bad news. Good news is I know the owner. Bad news is it's Camille. Just say it's Camille. (laughs) (laughs) Magnus. There's good news and there's bad news. The good news. I'm like, oh my god. It's too much. I love him. But yeah, you're right. It does yeah. give him clarity, but it's so funny. Yeah. I got season mm. one. I think so. Woo. Do you want to talk about season two? If I can remember what the fuck happened in season two, sure. Should we say, you watched the entirety of season two. I just watched the Magnus scenes. Yeah. So there may be some context that I am missing, but I am happy to miss it. <laughs> My first notes for season two are, shit, they're immediately arguing, and I don't know what about. They're taking a break. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Even shirtless Harry Shum Jr. can't save this. Yeah, so basically, so like a good, like, for the first episode of like season two, so Jace is suddenly Team Valentine yes. for no reason. It's great. And, oh, I have written down here the intro, because it's the, 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 the yeah, the iconic intro. Because in season one, it's the really quick one. After you, this is the hunt. Oh, we do this every time. The way you're hunt. <laughs> I think it's this is the worst, <laughs> which I have heard for many years. This is the worst. Uh, I don't hear the hunt. I don't hear the way either. Do you remember our bit with um, Luke and his police badge? <laughs> yes, every time! Because it's like all the characters like smouldering at the camera. Yeah. And like showing their swords and like their all their individual weapons. Like Izzy has her whip and they're all being cool. And it shows Luke's face and he just reveals police badge. <laughs> and it's like, ooh. The man's a werewolf. You couldn't have thought of anything? Nope. Police badge. His power. The police. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. And this is even before we were full A-cab. This is just us making fun of He's a shit policeman. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all are. But he is a real shit policeman. It's just the funny, the fact that he's just like, Police badge. Ooh. I love it. This is the worst. Um, yeah. Anyway, what I was saying is, so Alec is like, full stress mode because Aww. he wants to get Jace back and he's like taking it out on Malik. Oh. Uh, Malik. Oh, Malik. On the Malik relationship. He's taking it out on Malik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's taking it out on Magnus a lot, which is like yeah. not fun. Yeah. And like, oh. yeah, it's, it's not that bad of a fight. And like, they, they do get over it. 
But it has like Mag- like Magnus saying to Alec, like, yeah, I know, I, I get it, I'm a lot to get used to. Oh, and it's no. like, no, don't change for anyone, babe. No, you're perfect. Mm. Don't change for your shitty smoldering boyfriend. Yeah, stressed boyfriends, because Alec is dying all of a sudden. Can I ask you why? Because all of a yeah. sudden, Alec is dying. Um, let, let me find. I'm very sure it's something to do with the parapetite bond. Probably. I'm not gonna lie, me and Margaret have always said that if we were allowed to get tattoos at 16, we would both have the parapetite rune mm-hmm. tattooed on us. Thank God there's an age limit. <laughs> we would both have that parapetite rune. <laughs> to be honest, they, they make the rune tattoos look cool. They look quite cool, but it'd be so embarrassing. Oh, here it is. Yeah, why is Alec dying? So basically, I think Alec is trying to track Jace through the parapetite bond, but as we know, because they keep telling us, doing that, like, near kills you. It takes up, like, so much energy cool. to try and track someone through the parapetite bond, and it kind of fucks the both of you. And so that's why Alec is, like, half dead. Cool. And that's why Magnus is trying to, like, get in to help him. Nice. And then Raj, just so and mean. Raj. To be fair, Magnus gets a good read-in for Jocelyn in episode three. Oh, go on. Because he's says to her, you're doing what you always do, manipulating others to fix problems you created. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's some good read stuff. Read her, because I have no time for Jocelyn. Read her. Which is good, because she dies the next episode. <laughs> yeah, I completely missed that. It's just at some point, Clary starts being mean to everyone. I'm like, is Jocelyn dead? Probably. Jocelyn's dead. <laughs> Him comforting Clary is nice. I think Jocelyn is dead, but I don't know, and I don't care, <laughs> is what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, she is. And, like, Alec blames himself for it. Yeah, because... Which is a lot. Because he was... He did kill her, right? But he was, like, under mind control or whatever? No. So basically, I think... A, I think, like, a demon got, like, let in and he didn't stop it or he let the demon in and that killed Jocelyn. Something like that. The demon it's starts quite possessing random people yeah. and kills her. Yeah. There's Raj, actually. Who, it, like, Raj. kills and possesses. Yeah, I think that's the end of Raj. <laughs> <laughs> Which, no, that's why I see him again. Oh, is he the guy who throughout is really annoying? Maybe he continues to be annoying. I think he keeps up this bit, you know, of there's being a, annoying. There's a bit where he gets possessed, and I, I only saw it because I was skipping through, and he, like, he's, like, kind of possessed, and he, no- he does the thing where he knocks his head and it, like, snaps over. Uh-huh. It's gross. I assumed he was dead, but I guess not. Raj. Raj. <laughs> Can you talk about their dates when, like, Alec is alive? Oh, yeah. And they, like, go and play pool. When Alec is alive. <laughs> he's not dying anymore it's like again i don't know when he stops dying uh-huh. he's just suddenly not dying anymore and everything's fine this happens so many times in shadow hunters yeah characters will be like so close to death and the next scene they're just fine they're absolutely fine no explanation yeah and, oh god there's some cute dates they they have this conversation about their exes oh yeah and can i just say when like Alec is saying that he's like only ever dated one person and that is like magnus or like lydia and magnus has like 17,000, like, people he's dated. Yeah, it's, like, a nice, again, it's a nice way of looking at the idea that Magnus is immortal and that's a problem. And one of the reasons it's a problem is that Magnus has dated so many people. Yeah. Like, 17,000 people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, that would make Alec insecure, especially because he's, you know, kind of a closeted guy who's only ever dated a guy once. It's, like, yeah. a it's a nice nuance to that conflict. Yeah. I like it. Oh, it is nice. Yeah, it's quite cute. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's not an issue for long. Yeah. Magnus is immediately like, dude, it's fine. Yeah. They talk about it, they get over it, move on. Yeah. Lovely. They are very healthy about that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. They are very good at, like, talking. I mean, it takes them, like, usually, like, half an episode to talk. <laughs> yeah. But when they do talk, it's a good conversation. <laughs> it's a good time. <gasps> Can we talk about the party episode? Yes. This is on my list fun. of good episodes. Yeah, this is a good one. And can I just say, briefly, 
I've been bringing up my favorite episodes so far. I love doing this with TV shows. I counted which were my favorite episodes, and they are the four I've mentioned so far. Mm-hmm. I went on Wiki. I looked at who wrote these episodes, and okay. it's the same <gasps> person. Is it? And these are the only episodes they wrote. Interesting. Distinctly, I was able to pick up the fact that you know they wrote these episodes, and they are distinctly really good. That's really cool. Make sure I know who this person is actually. Yeah. Yes, it is. I don't know who this is because they're not on um, their Wikipedia, but it says Shireen Razak. Okay. I don't know who that is. Do they have an IMDb? Thank you for writing good episodes for Shadowhunters. Yeah, she seems like she's a writer. Um, she seems cool. And she only wrote four episodes of Shadowhunters, and they are, I think, three of the four I mentioned. Lovely. And I was like, great, good news. She writes good episodes. Bad news, she does not write any more episodes, so that doesn't look good. That's a shame. <laughs> but like, yeah, she wrote these episodes, and I think they're really good. Shout out to her. This is the party episode. Oh, this is a fun one. Magnus hosts a bar mitzvah. <laughs> we remembered this one from the bar mitzvah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Max is, you know, having his bar mitzvah. Uh-huh. I do think it's a little weird that, like, he themed Max's, this, like, child's whole party around his parents' engagement. <laughs> of them getting engaged in Barcelona. Yeah. Not that like, Spanish. I don't know. I was yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> It doesn't quite add up, but you know, mm-hmm. like um, it's a kid, make it like a dinosaur party. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> not Spanish themed. Cat man, cat man, cat man. All oh, the cats. Nice introduction of the cats at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, this is where they have that hilarious conversation where Jace is like, he feels when they're having sex, and Magnus is like, whoa, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no 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 no, I can just sense that he's happier. And it's like, Jace, that doesn't make it any it's, better. That makes it so so bad, Jace. No, <laughs> sure, Jace, sure. Oh, imagine like knowing when like your best friend is having sex. Oh god, that would <laughs> suck. So weird. Yeah, that would be really weird. That's another one of the weird things like Cassandra Clare just writes. Every yeah. so often, you just get some weird shit in there. It's like J.K. Rowling being like, "Wizards just shit on the floor uh-huh. and they could disappear," and it's like, like nobody who asked? asked. Nobody asked. No. Nobody asked Joanne. I love so much that Maris is like trying to be supportive of Alec being with Magnus but is finding it hard. She walks in, giant bottle of vodka, and is like, I heard you like to drink! Oh. And gives it to Magnus. And can I just say, Alec's reaction is so funny. He literally just, like, looks over at his mum and is like, bro, can mm-hmm. I just show you? I yeah, took a picture. Me. That is him looking at his mum like, oh. Fair enough. Like, I visibly cringed <laughs> when like, Maris said that. You kidding me? <laughs> so funny. I mean, she's right, but don't give him a giant bottle of alcohol. I know, but come on. Uh, I mean, I like this episode because Magnus becomes Sherlock Holmes. We have a mystery, yeah. a lock in mystery. And we get, I mean, the episode's always good when we get to see him like being smart and figuring mm-hmm. stuff out. Like, obviously, he does a lot of like magic shit and he just does it like a flick of his wrist. He just does magic for them mm. and portals and shit. Like, I want to see him be smart. This mm-hmm. is a smart man. He goes. Full Sherlock Holmes, he sees clues, Mm -hmm. people are hallucinating stuff, he figures it out, and then he has a whole eureka moment where he's like, names, names, thinking, thinking, cat, ginger cat, ginger cat! Yep, and he goes. (laughs) Goes for the cat. I love it. The warlock fight is cool. Mm -hmm. I like the directing. I think it, like, looks cool, because often the fight sequences, no offense to this show, are shit. Yeah. (laughs) And the directing is not brilliant. But it looks cool in this scene. It does. I mean, they have a whole, I don't know if Alec... Like, coming to the point of nearly attempting suicide is rough. I don't know if they needed that. Yeah. Well, weird. Don't know if I love that. It's a lot. A little bit of a weird manifestation of that, but it's cool. Yeah. This whole, like, mystery of, like, magic mystery. It's cool. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, 
Yeah, this is such a good episode. He becomes full Sherlock Holmes, and I love it. Yeah. This is his episode. And it, like, makes sense that when... I forget the name of the woman who is doing it. Who? The the evil one? Yeah. Somebody tell me her name is Iris. Iris, yeah. She pops up all the time. Good child nepper, Iris. I always see her, I'm like, not Jocelyn. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. She shows up right after Jocelyn dies, so it could just be Jocelyn. It's just Jocelyn. Like, it makes sense that, like, when she has been found out, and she uses her magic to freeze everyone, Magnus, like, protects himself immediately. Like, that makes sense. Of course, Mm. like, he is not like, got by her magic because he's a warlock, and of course then they can talk and, like, it makes sense. Things, like, follow through. There's not a lot of coincidences. Like, mm-hmm. he's smart. I like it. Yeah. It's a great episode. Yeah. It's a great Magnus episode. Yeah. This is I, a good one. There's a really funny moment where he's talking to Max, and Max is, and Max is like, where's your, like, warlock, um, like, mark to mm-hmm. show you're a warlock? And the adults keep being like, Max, that's really rude. And Magnus is like, no, I'll show him. And he shows him the cat eyes, and, Ma- and Max just goes up to him like, how much of a demon are you? And it's like, whoa, kid! Oh my god, 12-year-old! Jesus! <laughs> Christ! <laughs> it's nice watching Magnus attempt to fit into Alex's family that does not accept him or understand Aww. him. He tries. He does a good job, I feel. I think he's a wonderful uncle. Yeah. It's a little Max. He's great. Aww. It's very sweet. Well, I just realised a brother-in-law. Oh, damn! It's his brother-in-law. That's weird. Max gets... Yeeted that boy. He gets absolutely shunked. He's fucking dead in the books. Yeah. He gets axed mm-hmm. to the head in the books. I remember for the whole of season two being like, when's he gonna die? <laughs> yeah, we want him to die, didn't we? I, I think just for the people. drama. Oh, yeah, just for the drama. Purely just for the drama. Absolutely. It, this is. In the next episode, it's really funny, because as we mentioned, Magnus is just trying to live his life. Mm-hmm. And these shadow just keep running and being like, Magnus, I need your help. And it's so funny because he's having this conversation with Alec uh-huh. about, you know, what happened last episode. Alec has gone through something. He's like talking about his depression. And mm-hmm. Magnus is like, look, if you ever need me, you can come to me because I love you. Like they're having this really intense conversation. Clary bursts into oh, the room, sake. runs in and is like, uh, I'm dying. Shows him his hand. Her hand is like black and gross and falling off. Right. And Magnus is just like, Ugh. Like, he just runs and like, Magnus, I'm dying! And it's like, oh my god, give this man ten seconds with his boyfriend. Do you not knock, no. Clary? Are there no other warlocks to go to? I mean, it, I think that episode is canoodling as well. Oh god, is that the canoodling? Episode nine is canoodling. Climbing is the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> I am physically scarred by mm-hmm. Clyman. It, it is hands down the worst ship on TV, right? We can agree on that. That being, by the way... Not like problematic um, ships. Ignoring oh problematic no. ships. This is the worst normal ship on TV. Yes. I, I just think I remember watching the episode with you and they're like shagging in a canoe and we were like, oh, and then you said canoodling and we were like, oh my <laughs> god, that is the greatest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of jokes that I thought were like fandom jokes. Like this and the spaghetti. But no, yeah. you, you've informed me that they're just our jokes. Yeah. Canoodling and spaghetti were just our Can jokes. Can the spaghetti, please? <laughs> Chase, you're upset. You have some spaghetti. <laughs> yes. Evil mastermind Valentine has um, brought his son home. And he is a terrible evil person. Mm-hmm. Plans to um, get rid of a whole like minority group. Create a militia. Destroy the world. He cooks Jace some spaghetti and talks extensively 
about times when Jace was a small child and he cooked him spaghetti. <laughs> and Jace is like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That is the scene. And we just thought it was the fucking funniest thing ever. Why are you making him spaghetti? But in season 2B, he makes spaghetti for his next son. So It's a callback. They knew it. They knew it's what the fans wanted. <laughs> the is... spaghetti content. <laughs> spaghetti hunters. He's just so evil. And he's like, but Jace, we used to eat spaghetti together. I just made you spaghetti. Why won't you murder Downworlders with me? Love me. Oh my god, Jace. Jace is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Poor Jace. <laughs> but yeah, I've been informed that that is not a joke that um, thousands of fans shared. It's just you and me, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Surprisingly, I wasn't on Stan Twitter with my Stan Twitter friends being like, yeah, but the spaghetti scene. And Jace Spaghetti on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Matt Adorable. Which is my doing. Vindication! I love how you say that as if I never gave you credit. Oh, like, I never. <laughs> I mean, there was no reason for you, because no one asked you. Why would you ever give me credit? Thank you, Mad Oh, it's the Valentine swap. <gasps> the, Let's go. Oh, the Let's swap go. episode. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. What? <laughs> I've got written down so we can cut this. I've got written down here, like, just talking about Azazel, because Azazel is in oh, the yeah. episode before, and I've got... Azazel can get it, so me being horny again. <laughs> oh shit, Azazel is free. Whose plan was this? Oh shit, I got got. Azazel is Magnus. Wait, no, Azazel isn't Mags. Valentine is Magnus. Are you okay? <laughs> Look at my tails. <laughs> You're so confused. I, I got got. You got got. But by the wrong person. Brilliantly. I think I looked away for a minute and just presumed that Magnus was acting weird. Like, oh, cool, body swap. He, got, he swapped with Azazel. He do- Azazel does go up and like touches his temple a bit yeah. so he must have looked away when he went and then touched with valentine yeah <laughs> so i thought he was swapped with his hazel that would have been funny no no he swapped with valentine and it is this is brilliant harry shum jr kills it yeah so he becomes like valentine he does a great job do you know who does an even more amazing job please find me the name of the man who plays valentine alan van sprang he is amazing He's what so good in this as Magnus. Oh, yeah. We were, like, singing his praises earlier. I can't remember if <laughs> we did it on the mic or not. No, we didn't. Oh, my God. He's so fucking good. Like, like Harrison Jr., he's doing he's doing a good job. I, I he has less him. to do, to be fair. He's he like, just has to be slightly evil. Yeah, just lower his voice a bit and just yeah. sound a bit evil. Alan Van Sprang is going for that Emmy. He gives the emotional performance of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. He's like pleading with Alec, like begging him to spare his life and trying to convince him that he is Magnus. And he's got like tears in his eyes. He looks terrified. They're torturing him and he's making like, him relive his worst memories. He's traumatized. He's like so soft in his movements. Mm-hmm. He has big eyes and he's like stressed. Yeah. And he has genuine chemistry with Matthew Daddario in this scene. Yeah. As he's like, dude, I love you. Like, don't you understand that it's me and you can see, like, I think Matt also kills it in this episode. Yeah. Because you can see the fact that obviously this seems like such a ploy. Why would you, hell would you believe this man who's clearly just trying to save his own life, but he's genuinely kind of convinced uh-huh. and he's like, oh shit, I don't really want to risk it. This is so good. Yeah. It's brilliant. Incredible. I love that, like, Alec in this episode seems so confused and he's so stressed and he's yeah. like... Well, it seems insane, but, like, God, it just seems like it's my boyfriend and this man, and it's... In- oh, it's so good! Yeah. I was just gonna say, I hope that um, Alec, like, 
kisses Magnus while Valentine's in his body because like that was really quite <laughs> funny to know that you like kind of kissed Valentine uh-huh. I hope, and I wrote down I hope this awakens something gay in Valentine because <laughs> he kind of goes and touches his face mm-hmm. move like, aside Jocelyn I want Alec now <laughs> I hope Valentine feels something <sighs> yeah and this, this episode is just one long panic attack from Magnus honestly oh my God. it's so fucking sad it's so hard to watch because mm-hmm. no one believes him mm-hmm. it makes you feel so bad mm-hmm. I think it's done really well this is a good it's quite a good episode he actually. also what's the name again of the actor who plays Valentine Alan Van Sprang Alan Van Sprang yeah yeah he kills it the way he says Alexander. <gasps> You've yeah. got to know how to say Alexander. And he did. He watched a compilation oh, on yeah. YouTube of Harry Shum Jr. saying Alexander. He watched that. He internalized the Alexander. Uh-huh. He was ready. He looked in the mirror. He was like, Alexander. He knew it. He Amazing. did it. He, he does a phenomenal job. Yeah. Love him. I, I kind of wish it was dragged out longer. I wish there was mm. more tension. I do, but also I was very stressed. <laughs> I mean, not him being tortured. Maybe, that that seems like a lot. Uh-huh. Maybe just him hanging out in the cell. But I kind of wanted to see both of them, tr- like, trying to see Valentine trying to keep up the, like, facade for a little bit. And to be more tension as, like, Alex slowly figures it out. Mm-hmm. It all kind of ends very abruptly. And it, Yeah, it, feels, it, it does. It feels a bit like the tension is really fucked at the end because you just know immediately. I think Alec finds out and just runs back in the room and is like, no! And, like, it, I wish it had, like, stretched out a bit more. And been yeah. more dramatic. I think it could have been fun to have multiple episodes. Maybe we don't even know. For like an episode. Oh, yeah. And then it's revealed that it's been him this whole time. Yeah. I wanted more tension. But it's really good as it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree the, the the end reveal could have been a bit better. Hmm. And obviously then they use the the swap to reveal that Jace is now onto dad number three. It's so. all for that. Heron Halls or whatever. Heron Halls. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Herondale. Herondale. Ugh. I don't know. Jace is on multiple families now. He's on dad number three. And th- maybe dad number four if you want to include Robert. <laughs> A little bit. I mean, he doesn't even get to meet dad number three. Dad number four. No, he's dead. Dad number four is long dead. And is it. So Michael Whalen didn't exist. Michael Whalen, yes. So we, technically didn't meet did him either. This on Mike. I don't you know. You had a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> Yes, I think Michael Wayland does not exist. Yeah. No, I had a breakdown because I couldn't figure out if Valentine knew that Jace wasn't actually his son. Because Jay- <laughs> Valentine is the one to reveal that Jace isn't his is his son, and then is also the person to reveal that Jace isn't his son. So that's why I was confused. <laughs> Simultaneously. I-, I can't go down the sword thing again. I might... Okay, I might... Um, we'll cut this out. But if we don't, I might introduce i'm gonna stick in the audio here of you absolutely losing it <laughs> trying to figure out what is true i'm gonna stick it in here you know what go for it it's coming in here because I, I i have a bit of a breakdown but we're good but they think that jace is jonathan that's a thing we were talking about this earlier fuck mm. i don't remember what that was that they they think jace is clary's twin brother jonathan but he is not he is a random other kid that they that the um, oh, didn't Lightwoods Val- took in. Valentine killed his dad, right? Oh, that was wasn't a whole there bit. a fire? Yes, it was a whole bit where he, Jace was looking for his dad, mm-hmm. and Valentine was like disguised as another guy, and was like Jace, my son, and then was like J.K. It's me. Oh, your dad doesn't exist. Your dad is me. But then it's like no, your dad did exist. I killed him. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a triple bluff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> did he know that Jace was his son? I mean, I think he did think 
introduce one Jonathan. I think he got got as well. <laughs> Did he get got. himself? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get so confused that by the end he was like, one of you is my son. I played myself. <laughs> I went in too deep, guys. I can't remember which one of you is related to me. That's so sad. You're like, you know what, kids? Figure it out. I have no idea. Remember, kids, don't do it for the bit. I got too deep into the bit. Spaghetti for all of them. Three kids. He was in a silly, goofy mood, you know. I don't understand. I don't think I even came to a conclusion at the end. I just gave up. Yeah. Good episode. It's a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I wish it had stretched out more. I think Harry Shum Jr. does such a good job. Yeah. It has that funny moment where, like, I think um, Valentine gets, you know, Magnus to come to his house to, like, switch bodies back. Yeah. And I think he uses Jace to get in there as, like, a hostage or whatever. Okay. And Magnus is like, okay, I'm here. You can let Jace go. And, like, Valentine, obviously in Magnus's body, just looks around looks at Jace and flings him into a hole <laughs> into another room and Jace, like, kind of screams and it's like, what? Hi, Jace. Rip. It's just so dramatic. To be fair, get him out the way. He's probably just Moida anyway. That is Jace this entire show. Get him out the way. Just get him out the way. He's too much. He has been quite annoying this up this season. Mm-hmm. Because he goes full team Herondale and I just can't be asked of it. Yeah, you're right. Jace is very... You mentioned this earlier. Jace is very easily persuaded to whatever family he should be <laughs> have his allegiance to. <laughs> I mean, should we go through it again? Go he on. absolutely loved his dad, Michael Wayland, even though his dad, like, killed his pet bird and stuff. Yeah. And then, obviously, he lives in the Lightwoods. He's full on Team Lightwood, full on a part of that family. Then he finds out that Valentine is dad, so naturally he joins Valentine, you know, the Shadowhunter supremacist mass-murdering Valentine. Mm-hmm. Joins him. And then the minute he finds out that he's a Herondale, he's full on, like, yes, Grandma, I will do everything that you say and run this institute. And it's like... What? Maya's getting locked up and you're not doing anything because you don't want to disobey grandma. What is happening? <laughs> don't want to disappoint your nan. <laughs> yeah, no thoughts. Head empty. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, oh, you're my dad? I love you. <laughs> I mean, he supports anyone that will just, like, probably pay for his inheritance. <laughs> Fair enough. He has his priorities straight. Fair enough. Uh, I love when they let Harry dance in this too. show. It's brilliant. This this see this episode had a lot of fucking cringy shit that wasn't Magnus related. Really? Go on. Oh my god. I mean, actually, to be fair, Maya, being an icon, said talks about climate and says it would be so cute if it wasn't so consistent. The constant <laughs> is what she said. Constant. Thank you, Maya. There you go. There's also a scene where like Luke asks if Simon and Clary are being safe, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I mean, with the vampire <laughs> thing." <And I'm> like, <laughs> gross. Gross. Fucking Luke. Oh, and then, like, Imogen's, like, suddenly Jace's, like, biggest fan just because they're related. Nan. It's suddenly, oh. like, Jace's biggest fan because they're fucking related. You were trying to imprison him, like, two minutes ago. I think she was going to kill Jace at some point. Literally. It was just, like, my blood. <gasps> she was 100% going to kill that man. Yeah. And you get, like, Magnus and Dot being, like, friends in that yeah. episode. Like, they never knew they what have, to like, do a bit of a Dot, gossip. They? Oh, they really didn't. Yeah, they, like, gossip and, like, Magnus talks about how he... Does he, does he say he, get, he got with Freddie Mercury? I think he said he got with Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And like Dot tries to kiss him and he's like, nah, I'm Ooh. good. But they dance and it's beautiful. They dance. They're like Harry the dance, dance is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, um, Alec is there later in this episode. I think Matt is really good in the show and he's like relaxed and fun. Yeah. I really enjoy their chemistry. Yeah. I think it's good. And they like make up. Mm. They, they do have a lot of fights in season two. Magnus and Alec. Yeah. But they get resolved very quickly it's, so you it's can't be too pains. mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're cute. Yeah, I don't mind it. Oh, 
baby Magnus is just so traumatized with what <laughs> happened to him. Fair enough. It's just like so sad. It was awful. They have a callback to the conversation I mentioned when Clary interrupted them about depression. Oh yeah. And like Alec is like, you know when you said, you know, you'd be there for me? Well, I'm here for you. And I was like, oh my god. Did this show just like have consistency and remember something that happened in a previous episode to call back on? Mm-hmm. I feel like they never did this in season one. No. I was like, whoa! They remembered a thing they wrote? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I kind of presume they just kind of do what like I would do when I write like an essay. Write it, send it in, never think about it again. Oh, yeah. You I know? feel like that's what they often do. Like they're doing like glee and stuff. Like, yeah. Forget. But like the Valentine swap plot had consequences. Yeah. I love it. It's great. But it never happens. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. I mean, alert. Good writing alert. <laughs> There's a really beautiful bit where um, I think Magnus is, like, having, like, flashbacks mm-hmm. to, like, you know, his past and stuff. And he's, like, kind of freaking out. And he just goes, I never wanted you to see my ugly past. And, like, with full sincerity, Alec is just, like, there was nothing ugly about you. I'm, like, holy shit. And you know what? I wrote that down. Because I thought it was a beautiful line. Aww. Alert! Good writing alert! I love it! So I only cute. wrote down lines in previous seasons because they were stupid and they mm-hmm. made me laugh. But it's actually really good! That's, that's cute. It's so sweet! They are, yeah. The they have some sincerity. really cute moments this season. Yeah. Like, like there's, a, there's a bit where, like, um, Alec is hosting the, the Downworlders meeting. And so Alec and Magnus are trying to be professional because obviously, like, Magnus is representing the warlocks. Yeah. And, like, they, they see each other at the meeting. And, you know, Alec and, like, Magnus is like, lovely to see you, Mr. Lightwood. And you, Mr. Bane. And they're just doing this bit. And it's that's like, so Aah. cute. Oh, they're so sweet. Cute. I love them. They do a little thing in, I think, the next episode when um, uh, Alec's not the head of the Institute. Don't know when that happened, but, you mm-hmm. know, it happened. He's not the head of the institute, so he has, like, paperwork to do. Magnus comes in and does the whole, like, come to bed deal. Like, mm-hmm. you've been, like, working for too long. And it's cute. And, like, he's busy. And, like, it's cute. There's, like, domestic stuff. Yeah. They're, like, a couple. And then they start fighting again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's a whole thing. He's keeping secrets from, like, Magnus. <sighs> yeah. There's this whole thing where I think um, Magnus says, you looked me in the eye and lied. I guess it runs in the family. Oh. 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 I wrote down, damn, you should be called Magnus Burn. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, not much. Actually, I say not much Magnus stuff happened. A lot of Magnus stuff happened that episode. It's a lot of like flashbacks of Magnus deciding if he should trust Alec. Yeah. And there's, there's one with like they have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, really cute because Magnus, like, doesn't... He accidentally shows his, like, cat eyes or something because he relaxes and he, like, kind of freaks out. And Alec is, like, no, like, it's fine, I don't mind seeing them. And he, like, cups his face and he's, like, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, I love you. And I'm, like, ah! It's so, it's so sweet! <laughs> they have such great chemistry. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love that trope in, like, relationships. It's so cute. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and then he breaks up with... Alec to choose his warlock friends in a weird plot. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally they broke up. <laughs> they break up and Magnus like decides to side with the Seely Queen. And I fucking the... hate the Seely Queen, can I just say? <sighs> yeah, I don't have time for this. No time for the Seely Queen. No. I have I time for Sebastian, but not the Seely Queen. <laughs> Sebast- Sebastian's funny. <laughs> Sebastian's so hot, can I just say? <laughs> it's a little Tudor, right? Yeah. He's great. He's not that hot in Game of Thrones. No. In this, 
I am like, oh my god, Sebastian. He's doing the damn I know thing. you're like, like shape-shifting and you're actually kind of crispy. But damn. <laughs> actually low-key crispy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by that, Rhiannon means that he died in a fire and his skin is horribly burned. He lived in hell for a bit. But yes, he is crispy. <laughs> Yeah. Are we horribly insensitive people? Yes, we are. <laughs> it's just a, a joke that Stantwitz had for people Ages who, like, ago. got burned and called them crispy. Well, it was the lasagna, wasn't it? Oh, Christ. It's not was... even with the lasagna. That's worse. <laughs> it's such an old meme. I can't even remember it's it. It's Wes, right? Or crispy just... Wes. But I think it was also lasagna Wes. Yeah. Because <laughs> Wes died in a fire the, a similar time that the, the meme was going on. I don't think yeah. he originated the oh, meme. Oh, really? It was from the lasagna, and so naturally connected the dots. <laughs> anyway. you got to cut that. Yeah. I, I quite like the end of the season. Yeah? Yeah, because, like, you have a lot of fun stuff with, like, Sebastian nearly getting caught in the lie and trying to work with Valentine at the same time because he gets Valentine out of prison. And then you have, like... Sebastian having to ki- nearly kill Max because Max mm-hmm. figures out who they like keep building up for the whole season that Max is a really good tracker All and right. so they keep building it up and building it up and it gets to the point where he using his tracking ability is figures out that Jonathan mm. is Sebastian and so oh, that's why Sebastian slash Jonathan has to like get him <laughs> you know <laughs> get him get him that kid is 10 you know so sorry he, lives. he dies in the books. They kill so him. So the show was kind. Mm-hmm. He gets absolutely shocked in the books. I just believed him to die. I know. Well, we, were, we were waiting for him to die. We were sure he was going to die. Yeah. And then they bring Magnus in because he's dying. So Magnus is like, oh, okay, fine, I'll save you. Again. They're like yeah. fighting and Alec is like, look, can you save my brother? And Magnus is like, ugh. Fine, because it's a child. He's all involved in the fight. Fine. He's innocent, I suppose. Okay. Fine. Oh, he's not dying anymore. Bye, Alec. Love you, babe. There is a bit where Alec asks Magnus, "What are you?" In the flashback, "What are you afraid of?" And Magnus just goes, "Acid wash jeans." Yeah, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and then obviously we learn that he's scared about losing people that he loves, but mm-hmm. the acid wash jeans is kind of funny. So the acid wash jeans. I'm gonna focus much on better. the jeans. I'm gonna focus on the jeans too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Magnus. Yeah, I really like the end of the season. You have all the drama of like Magnus siding with the Sealy Queen and like Raphael and Luke not knowing if they should join him. Mm. It's fun. Yeah. You have the, the JC versus JC showdown. <laughs> Go and give me the line. Where is it? Do you care to find out who's the best JC after all? <laughs> There's also a bit, I can't remember who says it if it's <laughs> Jace or Jonathan, but, <laughs> but he says, I don't want your pity, I want your life. <laughs> yes! 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 Uh-huh. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. True screenwriting. The right drama. There. I want your life. I want your life. And you know he said that in that British man's voice. Mm-hmm. I want your life. I want your life. Those are two British men as well, fighting. Yeah. A little bit. Only one's allowed in accent. They're, they're fighting for the accent. Oh my god, and Sebastian's winning. <laughs> <laughs> I want um, your life. Anyway. Anyway. Season three. <laughs> I just looked at my notes. And the first thing I saw was... Daddy is big demon. This plotline bores me. <laughs> Fair enough. Daddy is big demon. He's big demon. Magnus has a sparkly lace bomber jacket. And this is where I felt like the show had a bit of a de of Magnus. Do you think? He looks cooler but less sexy. 
Right. Like, okay. he wears more, like, waistcoats and long, like, button-up shirts and more, like, bomber jackets and mm. less, like, more, like, sexual, like, baggy V-neck tops and, like, okay. big necklaces and, like, okay. I don't know. I got you. Bit of a deusification. He looks know. cooler, but less, like, sexy. Yeah. I mean, most of the season he, lo- like, loses his job, doesn't he? <laughs> identity my dude <laughs> well maybe that's underselling a little bit he has a whole crisis yeah because he's no longer the so high walk of brooklyn and fucking lorenzo ray stupidest name i've ever heard in my lorenzo. life lorenzo lorenzo ray <laughs> yeah that's that's a fabulous first name and then ray ray lorenzo ray lorenzo ray okay good for him hey right magnus and maris have we talked about my love for maris i love her so much they she become like besties a girl boss she's so funny magnus and maris being besties makes sense with my fantasy <laughs> i love this so much she it's is brilliant. an icon a legend she loves alec she just wants him to be happy mm-hmm. and she's happy with magnus there because she's less homophobic all of a sudden thanks girl mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. besties and i love them so much because magnus is a wine mum Maris is a wine mum. <laughs> they get along. They go to like book club together, you know it. They have oh, brunch. Yeah. They, they have brunch. They make the book club. They yeah. go to drag brunch. He like oh, he brings her to like the gay shit. He brings her to like yeah. drag brunch. He takes her to drag shows and she loves She's it. She's having a great time. She's like the proper like straight woman at a drag oh, show. But like she does it well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh. They're so cute. I love them. I love that when um when Jace is off doing shit and Alec is stressed, um, he wants to like help him. And Alec just goes, if I came to you every time I had a problem, and Magnus just goes, we would spend more time together. It's <laughs> like, oh. And like, they kind of have a moment where like, Alec is like, yeah, okay, fine. And like, okay. Alec doesn't want to like, pull Magnus into this, but like, oh, it's so sweet. They like have this like, lovely yeah. conversation where like, they're just so supportive. Their relationship is so healthy. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. He chats to evil lady. Evil lady is like, oh yeah, I want to help up. someone fall out of love, and Magnus is like, it's cool, help you with that. This can't end badly. <laughs> this will go well. This will yeah. come back and bite me in the ass. Uh huh. Oh, and Alec wears one of Magnus's shirts, Aww. and he like makes the sleeves longer for him, Aww. and like Mag, as Alec is like, I kind of want one of my shirts, and Magnus is like, oh, I can make you one. He's oh, like, yeah. no. I want my shirts to be in your room. Aww. I want us to, like, move in. And Magnus is like, uh-oh, I have issues. <laughs> no! <laughs> this is an episode for my issues. He's like, that's a lovely idea. For the future. I was like, oh. And then, this is where the iconic moment where he says, Alec, we've only been dating for less than two months. Uh-huh. And it's like, hold on! No, you have not. This has all been for less than two months? I refuse to believe that. That is insane. Mm-hmm. That is like in Pretty Little Liars when like three seasons are in the sense of like three months and it's like, whoa, no. Come what? on. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what episode are we on? One second. Okay, I think we're on episode five. Okay. I mean, it's just it's just a small thing. But I just like that Alec is a little sneaky. He just goes mm. through Magnus's box of things. Yeah. And he just so like healthily admits it apologizes and is like mm-hmm. i'm so sorry magnus is like i accept your apology it's all good and then just delicately asks him like who's george why is he in the yeah. box and i i genuinely think this is a really nice writing moment where it's a little box of like mementos from all of his lovers mm-hmm. there's like a little thing for every person he's dated and like it's a really nice 
example of the fact that, you know, he's a immortal and that's yeah. a problem for their relationship. And Alec is like, am I gonna just going to be in that box? Is like an arrowhead going to sit in that box? Like, of course you'd think about that. Yeah. And I think that's a really nice nuanced example of like, it's not just the fact that one day Magnus is going to like, you know, live beyond Alec yeah. and Alec will be a fragment of his past. It's also just the fact that Alec doesn't want to be that memory. Yeah. And just he can see his future in a box of all these people and just see himself like sitting in a long line of people that Magnus will one day forget. It's tough. Yeah. I really like it. That would freak you out, wouldn't it? Yeah. I I, I hate that. It's definitely like a good kind of conflict for them to have. But God, the immortality, it's such a hard one. (laughs) Yeah, every time it comes up, they're like, it's alright, it won't bother us. And I'm like, the immortality is still there, my dude. Alex's gonna be 90. (laughs) Gonna be an old man. That's rough. Like, you would think of the immortality thing as being a problem for Magnus. But it's nice seeing how it's a problem for Alec. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a nice little thing where they wrap up, you know, the whole conflict. And then the next episode, Alec has issues with the box and then they fight again. And (laughs) all the girls are fighting and like... I like that storylines come back later. There are consequences. Yeah. The Alec is like, you know what? In this moment, it's fine. And next episode, he's like, it's not fine. I'm stressed. Oh, yeah, they have the whole argument, and like Mag just brings up the fact that this is like Alex's first relationship, and it's like, mm. that's not that's not the time. Clearly not the problem. Don't blame him. <sighs> yeah, I feel like the writing is weirdly a lot better in season three. Mm. It's just a bit more boring. There's a lot less life. Yeah. To a lot of the relationship, which I guess is you know a relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's. It's definitely better. It is interesting. There's more nuance to what's happening. Uh-huh. Let's go meet Daddy. I mean, my notes for this are dreadful. My notes are just, Magnus is in a pit of fire. Lovely. Dad's here. Is he a Delph? No. <laughs> <laughs> you considered it, though. I considered it. You contemplated it. I considered everyone's possibility. <laughs> yeah. On the scale, apparently. <laughs> of Delph to, eh. Yeah. Yeah. But As- Asmodeus, is that his name, right? Yes. Didn't Didn't do it for me. Gotta be honest. That's the main thing here. Can I just say, this is a weird niche thing. And I don't think you've gotten there in Dungeons and Daddies, so it's not really a spoiler. But to me, he is Glenn Close. Uh, And like, I won't spoil it. Yeah. But as things get more fantastical, Glenn becomes a bit more like demonic. Okay. And like, not in like, it's not really a spoiler. It's not how you think. But like, this is basically Glenn Close in my brain. Okay. And when Nick grows up and gets a bit older. He reminds me of Magnus. Mm-hmm. And like, this relationship feels very Glenn and Nick to me. I don't know. When I look at Asmodeus, I'm like, oh, that's Glenn Close in Dungeons and Daddies. Yeah. That is him. And it really makes me happy. You know what? Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. I can see that. But yeah. Yeah. I, I like think that. it works really well. I mean, like, they're both Asians, so like, I like it. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I do like the line when he's about to, you know, go into hell. <laughs> and basically Alec is like, come back, you dick. Like, don't yeah. leave me. And Magnus is just like, why wouldn't I? When Look what I have waiting for me. Aww. Like, ah, it's so beautiful. That's cute. And then he, like, screams as he descends into <laughs> hell. Like, Harry has a weird moment where he's just, like, screaming as he, like, slowly descends into the floor. I want to know what that looked like without the CGI. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> that looks so funny. Okay, Harry, you're getting dragged into hell. <laughs> Ah, ah, so funny. And then, yo, what the fuck? Magnus gave up his magic for Krusty Jace. The fuck Jace? this. Jace is not worth it. I will only believe that he did it for Alec because Alec will be sad if Jace dies. That makes sense. I'll, I'll believe not for that. Krusty Jace. Jace, come on. Boo. Boo. All I can hear in my head is Mike's might be in like, boo, tomato, tomato, <laughs> boo. 
I don't know what he's quoting, but I think about it a lot. Yeah. Boo, tomato. Oh, I love him. I love bikes, Mike. Anyway, I wrote down, Alec isn't dead. Cool, cool. Because this is where Alec, again, gets like shot in the chest. Don't know why. Uh-huh. Didn't watch it. And he's like dying. And Magnus comes back in the dramatic reveal where he's like, where Jace is like, Magnus, do something. He's like, I can't. I don't have my magic. It's so dramatic and terrifying. And then I think he tells Jace to leave and go find Clary. And then in the next scene, Alec is fine. <laughs> so don't know what happened there. Um, um, yeah. Like, wouldn't it have been fine. so tragic if Alec, like, basically dies because Magnus just didn't have the magic to save him? Oof. Like, I was like, oh no, this is heart-wrenching. Oh, Alec is fine. He is? Okay. He's fine. Cool, cool. Great, great. Okay. And they don't talk about it. No. Again, I don't know why Alec was dying. Do you know? Um... He gets shot, like, right there in the sternum. No, I nope. don't know. Cool. Apologies. But then we have Magnus going through his reputation era. <laughs> going through his lost boy, loss of identity Yeah, he has, era. A, he has a bit of a midlife crisis a little he bit, does. doesn't he? It just starts with him like trying to, crisis. He's trying to put on his eyeliner. And he's like, it's taking me a, a century to do this. And it's like, oh. He's like, yay, yeah. he's lost the era of the dramatics. It's him, you know. Yeah. Also, it makes me want to have magic just so I can do my makeup in the morning. Done. Oh. Oh. I see why Magnus is so heartbroken now. (laughs) I'd be so put out by it. Uh And we have a brief dadening of Magnus and Alec with Mabsy. Oh, yeah. They become dads for a minute. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. And I wrote Magnus waving, like, at the door. Mabsy's gonna go to sleep. I love them with Mabsy. And then I wrote down that they've only been gay dads for one day and a homophobic Karen has come to kidnap the child. <laughs> she is a Karen. She is. She gives massive Karen vibes, they've, doesn't she? They've been gay dads for mm-hmm. two minutes and she's already like, Madzy needs me. No, it's she's like, my kid. You. She needs her dads. Fuck off, Why Iris. did they never adopt Madzy? It makes me so sad. No time. <laughs> no, there is time. Adopt this child. I, I think if it this, the show kept going, they would have, yeah. Oh. He's, he's kind of going through a powerlessness arc where he's sad because he gets himself kidnapped mm-hmm. and it was like, why did I get myself kidnapped? I can't save myself. He does have a fun bit where he says, like, I may not have my magic, but I have centuries worth of memories. That's quite fun. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, he's on a shit time. I don't think centuries worth of memories is going to stop you when Iris is kidnapping you. Yeah. But Iris, I have these memories of Freddie Mercury's dick. Not helpful. <laughs> I like that he's like... Dude, Alec, mm. I'm gonna beef up. I'm gonna get swole. You're gonna help me fight. And they have this fucking <gasps> hot scene. Uh-huh. I don't think I watched season three. But I know if mm-hmm. 17-year-old me had watched this, she would have been obsessed. Yeah. Like, oh my this god. This is really hot. <laughs> they start training and they both get so turned on that they <laughs> abandon the training the to go have sex. I love it so much. <laughs> I like that you have, like, original Alec being like, don't flirt with me, this is, like, serious business, and Magnus just keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just fan service. Oh. Harry's, like, wearing, like, a tank top, and his arms look great. Yeah. And, like, oh, it's great. And they just get too hot, so they go have sex. Yeah. And then he's like, maybe I should get someone else to train me. <laughs> it's yeah, so funny. It's a good scene. Yeah. I find this kind of interesting, because they have this nice, like, episode where... Magnus is struggling with the fact that, like, he's mortal now, mm-hmm. so he wants to seize the day and do all these things, and he's so ready, and, like, yeah. bless him, he just wants to go. And they have this whole thing where, like, he learns this lesson of, like, 
you're never gonna appreciate moments in life if you're always looking for the next one and Alex teaching him how to be human and they end the episode with Magnus being like, okay, you know, I can be human. I can be a nice housewife and make my husband breakfast. <laughs> and then the next episode he's losing his mind because he wants his magic back. And like Yeah, he he goes real back and forth, doesn't he? It came out of nowhere for me that all of a sudden he's like, I just can't deal with this, I need my magic back. And I'm like, I thought I thought you were just chill in the last episode. Yeah. What? No, I, I got that as well. It felt like he was like learning a lesson like a few times and I was like Magnus. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just just do one arc. Don't have him be sad about the magic then. He's consoled about it and then he's just Yeah, he's exact a bit. It's it's a bit annoying. Yeah. Can I just say, the Shadowhunter canteen. Oh my god, the canteen? I, okay, do you remember this? Uh Back in the day, we were watching this show. I was learning what writing was. Yeah. And for some reason, I clung on to the fact that we've never seen these Shadowhunters, like, sleep. And that was, in my mind, my, like, small teenage brain way of saying, these do not feel like normal people. Right. They go out and they do missions and they do plot. And I couldn't figure out why they didn't feel real. It's because we never see them do normal things, like sleep. Yeah. And I, I remember thinking that when I was 16. I was watching this like, oh my god, they have a mess hall. This is where they eat. I was like, these are people! Uh-huh. I was like, season three makes them actual human beings that do normal things. Yeah. Like, we see how they all interact in a normal-ass environment where they have lunch on pancake day mm-hmm. in the Institute. It, this is what I've always wanted from this show! Yeah. It, it was kind of it was kind of jarring. I know because we don't do this. We don't no. have pancake day in the institute. No, Shadowhunters. We have isn't, demon day. Isn't, <laughs> demon day every day. <laughs> Shadowhunters is an edgy show for edgy teens mm. who fight demons and then have sex. <laughs> this is this is like normal stuff. I, I love it. But they were just there with their trays, and Alex like, "Well, I'm not missing pancake day." I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and all the Shadowhunters are like. I smell a demon. <laughs> like staring at Magnus. I'm like, this is very on the nose. Yeah. But like, watching how they all interact when they have orange juice and pancakes in front of them was so sweet. It's nice, isn't it? We needed that. Yeah. Mm. But it's sweet. I like that. Mm. I like that he's like learning to live with Malik in the Institute and like. Yeah. But oh. then they. Oh, well, this sorry. is when he has his magic back, doesn't he? But like, he. So he gets his magic back from Lorenzo. Yes. But it's like dodgy and it like it's, near kills him. It's brief. Because. Magic comes of a price. Magic comes They keep of saying price. that, and I keep being like, Magic comes of the price. Did he? Did he? <laughs> Can we talk about Rumpelstiltskin one day? Yes, definitely. Did he? Did he? Magic comes of the price. <laughs> we need to talk about Rumpel one day. Oh. Robert Carl deserves this. Yeah, we will. We one will. day. Stay tuned for the Rumpelstiltskin episode. Tell us if you want a Rumpelstiltskin episode, because I, I want one. We'll do it. I want a Rumpelstiltskin episode so badly. We could get ten messages saying, no, don't you dare do it. And I would still do it. And we will do it. Anyway, we are Anyways. not- this, this is not the Once Upon a Time podcast. They keep, they keep saying magic comes with a price. Magic so. does come with a price. <laughs> they weren't Scottish, but they said it. But yeah, just Magnus and Alec are fighting again. Oh, they're going to move in together. Oh, they're, they're stressing. Oh. There's more dancing. Yay. Okay. But it's the dream dancing, right? I kind of love this scene. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to say, of all the things I like about Shadowhunters, the cinematography is not one of them. But I appreciate <laughs> what they're doing with this scene. When they're yeah. like dancing and it's like going a bit insane and he's like kind of falling over. He's like getting dizzy. Yeah, because he's in a coma, right? It's and nice. This is his dream. I like it. I think it's like interesting. Yeah. It was fun. It was I love thing. seeing Harry dance. I am... Thing. Anytime Harry can dance, I'm alright with it. Yeah. And then, did you see that when he's like, when he wakes up from the coma, his like hair is combed down. And I get what they're doing, that he's like depressed, oh, but I was yeah. just looking at Mike Chang. 
Yeah, that I was, was Mike just Chang. looking at Mike Chang's emo hair, and I love it. Oh no, Mike Chang's in hospital. <laughs> oh no, Mike Chang, you good? Sue Sylvester or Valentine? Who would you rather take on in a fight? <laughs> I'm taking Valentine. Do you I'm know not, what? I, I don't know why, but I feel like I give more of a chance to beat Valentine than Sue. I and am, that shouldn't be right. I am not scrapping with Sue Sylvester. No, I feel like I'd die. <laughs> she plays dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shouldn't be- I'm sorry, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I sh- I, I, I'm I taking have Valentine. A better chance against I am fucking... not fighting Sue Sylvester. Yeah. She'd pull a gun. Mm-hmm. You know it. At least Valentine would just try and hit me. Sue would have a nuke. Oh, yeah. At the ready. She'd stuff me in a cannon. I'd be off. <laughs> Exploding into the distance. <laughs> you could be here with the power of dance. Since when can I dance? <laughs> At least with, like, Valentine, you can get your Shadow Hunter friends to help you. If you were, like, Glee Club, help me, they'd start singing a rendition of some <laughs> My Chemical Romance song. It wouldn't help you. <laughs> At least I could- I would rather have mm. Clary help me than, um, Rachel. Oh, yeah. Any day. Any day. Somehow I think Rachel would get more shit done in Shadow Hunters. I think- I think oh Valentine would be gone in a day if <gasps> Rachel- was Clary. I think you're right. I think Valentine disrupting her, like, choir <laughs> schedule. Trying to destroy her career. Yeah. Valentine's trying to destroy her career. She takes him out in Rachel a day. Rachel would storm in and knife him in the <laughs> neck. It's her audition for Niada. And she absolutely shanks him. Yeah. Yes, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No- nothing throws her off schedule. Nope. Nothing. Oh god, so things go to shit because Alec wants to propose and oh my god, this scene is so cute when he asks his mum for the ring because he's like, I love this man. I want to marry this man. Mm -hmm. Ah." It's so cute. And then everything promptly goes to shit. Magnus is still going through a whole identity crisis of losing his magic and he wants it back. Yeah, he's not doing well. There's a whole thing that really like oofs me. Which is when he goes to Alec, when he's drunk, you know, in that scene, he's like, I'm a mundane, just like you always wanted. Oh! Gets you. Gets around the field. That's not true, Magnus. That's not true, but I can see you just feel that way. You're just so insecure and drunk, Magnus. Alec, let's just let Alec love you! And yeah, the storyline flip-flops a bit, but I get the emotional gist. It's like relatively well done. And then, oh god, Alec goes to meet Daddy. And Daddy is like... Bro, I have something funny to tell you. <laughs> I have an idea. So funny. Dad's like, look, you gotta break my son's heart because it's gonna be funny. Yeah. And then I'll give him his magic back. Yeah. And it's it's devastating. It's dramatic. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's the drama. Most YA thing ever. It's completely. It's like, why does this dad want to destroy Magnus's psyche? Yeah. For the and drama. Then, and like his dad being like, oh, and you're not allowed to tell him. Yeah, it's like, like ah. Exactly. If I was Alec, I was like, okay, great, go tell him. But then he asks more questions and then he institutes the rule of you can't tell Magnus. I'm like, damn it, God now damn we're it. fucked. Now we're screwed. He's, he's smart. What can, we, what can I say? Daddy knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows he's, what he's doing. He says break his heart to save his life. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks up with Magnus. And I can't take this scene. It's so sad. It's kind of abrupt. But just watching Magnus try and kiss him, and just oh. knowing that Alec loves him so much but just can't do it, their chemistry in this scene is everything. It was actually, like, hard to watch. As, like, he breaks up with Magnus, and Magnus is like, I can't lose you, and, yeah. like, tries to kiss him, and they're just standing there so close, and you can tell that Alec just wants it so badly, mm-hmm. but he has to leave. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> 
And we have, like, a whole episode of, like, flashbacks where Magnus is just depressed and, like, seeing all these memories of him with Alec. And I fucking love the quote when they, like, Alec takes him to go put, like, the, the little, like, lock on the, like, sign mm. where people put all these locks of, like, their love. And, um... He's taking there, he's like, oh, it's a surprise. And Magnus just goes, I hate surprises. And Alec is like, what do you mean you're the king of them? You're always waving your arms around. I have no idea what's going to show up next. And it's like, oh my god, you guys are so cute. (laughs) It's so beautiful. He's like so fond of him. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, when he goes to try and erase his memories of Alec, when I tell you I could not cope, I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) I could not cope with this. Yeah. I was so attached. I was devastated. Thank God being dad stepped in. Zacharias? Is that the guy who he tries to take his memories? Zacharias? Is is his name? Am I losing my mind? The one with the anime hair. Yeah, the anime hair. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and Zacharias is like, bro, I'm not doing that shit. You're gonna regret it. (laughs) He's a Malik shipper. He's like, no, you're gonna gonna need this. Him at that wedding. Malik shipper. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then he goes to daddy. And dad is just, like, jumping through hoops to make his son suffer. And then at the end of an episode, basically, where, like, Magnus is sad, he, like, ends up hugging his dad and they have an emotional moment. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the next episode, they're, like, sitting, eating something. His dad dad buys him a pretzel. His dad gives him the pretzel and Magnus just goes, um, it's not just gonna take this to, like, get me to welcome you with open arms. I'm like, you just did five minutes ago at the end of the last episode. You welcomed him with open arms in the you last episode. Hugged him. What now are we you're talking eating about? His pretzel. Eating his fucking pretzel, Magnus. <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. they had those in this country because they okay. look cool. They look nice, don't they? I want to eat them with my demon dad. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fun. I just want to eat pretzels with my demon father. <laughs> I want to welcome him with open arms <laughs> as he manipulates my boyfriend into breaking my heart to give me back his magic for no fucking reason other than the mm-hmm. drama. It's so relatable. Honestly, Magnus is the most relatable character. <laughs> Magnus is going through it. I feel so bad for him. Oh, yeah, he's, he's not having a good day. He's going through it. I'm like, just... <laughs> he tries to get his apartment back. Oh, with God. His dad. This whole and then thing. they turn Lorenzo into a lizard. <laughs> Wait, I missed that. Did you? <laughs> I think you came over. <laughs> yeah, Lorenzo. I just wrote down Magnus and his dad turn Lorenzo into a lizard. Fair play. <laughs> Fair enough. And Maris yeah. is like, dude, dude, you broke up with Magnus? The best thing that's ever happened to you? Bro! Uh-huh. Like, I told you about the story of um, my, my my brother broke up with his girlfriend, and she texted my dad, and my dad was like, what the fuck, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is such that energy of just like, dude, yeah. I liked him. Yeah. What are you doing? That's so funny. Go on, Maris. Tell your son what's up. And obviously, Alec is just like, oh, can't talk about this. It's like, no, Alec. But she saves the day, though, because she goes and talks to Magnus, and Magnus is a smart guy, so mm-hmm. he pieces it together, and now he hates his dad again. Lovely. We love to see it. Just what we want. Maris is an icon. Thank you, Maris. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. Her and Magnus are goals. She's I like, know. you know what? You guys are in a crisis. I'm on, I'm my, on way. my way. I'm going to save this marriage. Because <laughs> uh-huh. then they, they make up then. <sighs> oh, so my like, God. Rhiannon. All the demons are loose. Rhiannon, this scene, obviously it's like kind of crazy and all the demons are loose and it's a CGI battle and you yeah. know, and he saves the day. The gang is just standing there and all yeah. of these like demons are flying. So many demons. Them. All the demons. I have written down, what if we kissed in front of the demons destroying the city? <laughs> <laughs> they do though. Uh-huh. It's so 
beautiful. I bet all those demons were Malik shippers. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you go, girls. <laughs> go on. We'd love to see it. I'm trying to figure out what was going on here. They close the... Magnus closes the rift, which is letting out all the demons. But right. to do so, he has to go to hell. Yeah. And, like, or stay Eden. there forever or whatever. Hell. And the thing, I love it, because he, he gets to hell, right? The, and, like, the goodbye is so sad. It's very sad. Oh my god. Matthew Daddario is killing it. Oh, yeah, Good for him. Give him all the props. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. Harry Shane Jr. is killing it. They like get my they get Is he Clary oh and Jason in the background just like, oh my god. <laughs> like all of them just being like, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, god. Oh, oh. Oh, everyone is a Malik shipper. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, and they like the, the tears he's crying because he has to let Magnus go. No. Oh my god. Rhiannon. This show is so trash in season one, but in season three, they have me fucking hooked by the bulls. Yeah. Like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Yeah. My boys! I'm so oh. invested. It's so oh, cute. Just crying, and he goes to hell, and he's hanging out in hell, and he's looking at his ring like, damn, I miss my boyfriend in hell. I, I, it's so funny to me, because you have, like, Magnus in hell, but he's, like, sitting on a throne, and he's on his, like, big chair, and he's, like, got all his rings, and he's, like, in a house, I'm like, do you have, like, a house in hell? Do you have, like, a second home in hell? <laughs> he has, like, a holiday home in Spain in hell. Yeah, I was expecting him, for him to be, like, on the plains by, like, the their version of the river Styx. No, like, you know. he's got a place. No, no, no. He's got a house. He's got a home in hell. He's I doing mean, fine. His dad is the prince of hell. He can probably find it's a house. Probably, I th- they did, like, banish his dad or something. That's probably his dad's house. That's probably his dad's house, yeah. But I, it was just Taking so funny to me house. how it was so, like heartbreaking that he was going to hell cuts to him in hell nice house. he's just chilling he's chilling in a nice house in a red house he gets visitors Lilith comes to visit yeah that was funny mm-hmm. and then how do they Clary and Simon end up in hell I think how do they save Magnus don't ask I'm so confused <laughs> I'm so sorry something's happened everyone's changed like race now I'm like I mean like in the world of shadow hunting cause like Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, not like, like actual dragon race. race. Yeah, yeah. Right, not ethnicity. Okay. Yeah. I was like, hold on, that's the flashbacks where everyone changes race. <laughs> I don't know. The main thing is, Magnus is back on Earth. Woo! He's got his magic and he's shagging his boyfriend. Oh, There's that's... a montage of everyone, like, having sex after the... Wait, tro- really? Yeah. I missed that. Because obviously everyone goes to Edom to get Magnus back. Right. And then they all make it out alive and everyone's fine. So there's, like, a montage of... Izzy and Simon, Clary and Jace, Magnus and Alec, oh, and like Christ. they're all just in bed, like naked, having a chat, and it's like, so we, you all shagged after Edom, didn't we? I mean, if you're Jace, you might as well just do it at the same time. You're already sharing it. <laughs> you might as well make sure you're shagging Clary when Alec is shagging Magnus, just so it's not too weird. Because the Parapetai, as we've established, the show chose to establish. The show established. <laughs> Finale is just him planning the wedding. Yeah, he's How eating cake. That? He's eating cake. He's cake tasting. Non lizard Lorenzo shows up. <laughs> yeah, he's not a lizard anymore. I know everyone was invested. How did he become less of a lizard? Don't know. Don't know. Classic delizarding of Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of what Doctor Connors wanted. <laughs> oh no! The delizardification. He of... probably loves Shadow Hunters because someone becomes a lizard. <laughs> favorite show his niche he judges every show by how many people get turned into lizards and so shadow hunters is a 10 out of 10 it's a five star show it's a nine out of 10 because he does become 
come back from being a lizard. Yeah. But so did he, so he can't judge. I'm just imagining him watching Star Wars like 0 out of 10. <laughs> no one becomes a lizard. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> 0 out of 10, no one becomes a lizard. <laughs> and then he finally watches Shadow Hunters and he's like, season 1, 0 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Season 2, 0 out of 10. Season Ooh. 3, 10 out of 10 yes. content! <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> that is how I'm going to judge every show I watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we were going to talk about Magnus's wedding. Now we talked about lizards for ten minutes. <laughs> they get married. It's boring. No offence. A little bit. It's lovely. It's boring. I mean, there is a, there is a bit where, like, Alec asks Jace to be his like his best man, and oh. like Jace says again. But the thing is, I said again at the exact same oh time God. as Jace. Me and Jace just went again. I was like, "Oh, you are Jace Wayland." Mm-hmm. I just had a moment of like, "Do you know what? We've been on a ride together, <laughs> we guys. It's been a long journey. Do you know what? We're in this together I now, love you guys." I was just I joined you, the scene. You became Andrew Garfield. You're like, "I love you guys. Yeah, you're great." So I thought that was. Good for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's where Magnus yeah. ends. Yeah. He is not dead. Okay. Do you want to talk a briefly about the book? I <laughs> <laughs> got it. I'll carry it. Don't worry. Oh yeah, go on then. All right. Bam. Bam. We're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, this is not a. We didn't do a. We'll see you in a minute. We segued right into it, so we just got to keep going. Okay, we're gonna keep, keep going. the momentum. Okay. Let's talk about the book. So, do you want me to read you some descriptions? We are so vaguely unprepared for this. So, uh, should we just say, there's a book called yeah. The Bane Chronicles that I own, did not read. You do own it's it. It's at home. I it's miles away. I can't believe you didn't read it for this episode, <laughs> Margaret. I had exams! That's no excuse. I you have the life to live. The Bane Chronicles and writing notes. I have a degree, and it's not in Magnus Bane. Is it in The Bane Chronicles? No, it's in Psychology! I wish it was in The Bane Chronicles! I'm going to pass my fucking exams! <laughs> I feel like that's what my parents think I'm gonna do next year. <laughs> a master's degree in the Bane Chronicles. Mum, I'm doing a film degree. It's cool. And she's just looking and it's you reading the Bane Chronicles and she's like, my child is a nightmare. Maybe if I tell them I'm doing a de- degree in the Bane Chronicles, they'll accept the <gasps> fact that I'm doing a degree in film. That's a big brain move right there. Mm-hmm. So you're going Out to clown school yeah. to study Magnus Bane. Study Magnus Bane. And then let them stress on it for a while and then be like, hold on, what if I did a film degree in film and they're like, love it. Brilliant. Do it. Do it. I've sussed it out. Anyway, there's no a book called The Bane Chronicles. Yes. Which exists. I did not read. I do own. Do I get props for owning it? No. I think I, I lose points. I think I lose points for owning it and not reading it, for spending my money yeah. destroying trees to print the words of the Bane Chronicles and not reading mm-hmm. them. But we thought we might as well talk about it. It's a book about fucking Magnus Bane. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Magnus Bane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's do it. Yeah. Hit me with the Wikipedia page. I mean, well, the thing is, so it's a lot of different stories. I think... Oh, yeah, throughout So it's either 10 life. or 11 stories... I, I, for some reason, I've seen both. So, John, like, okay. do you want me to Tell read you a few descriptions? Hit me. Of, like, a few of the stories? Yeah. Okay. So, this first one is called... What ha- What really happened in Peru? Do you want to know what really happened in Peru? Something tells me it's going to be really boring. <laughs> so, apparently, it's a big thing in the books that it's hinted that 
Magnus was banned from Peru. And so it's a bit of a thing of fans, why was Magnus banned from Peru? Public this nudity. This answers Public it. nudity. I don't think it's public nudity. <sighs> so, there are good, so, there are good reasons Peru is off limits to Magnus Bane. Follow Magnus's Peruvian escapades as he drags his fellow warlocks Ragnafell and Katarina Loss into trouble. Ragnar, let's go! Magnus back. Learns several instruments, which he plays shockingly. Dances, which he does shockingly. And disgraces his host nation by doing something unspeakable to the lads... The Nazca lines. To the to the Nazca lines. The Nazca lines. Flawless. You were doing so well. You just lost it. Oh God, I think you've broken a bit, haven't you? I'm crying. Again. You played yourself. the shadow hunter who has everything and who you're not officially dating anyway is that alec probably i'm presuming he's only dated one shadow hunter oh, okay probably true magnus bane may or may not be dating alec lightwood but he definitely th- needs to find th- him the perfect birthday can present. i interrupt i think he is dating alec lightwood do you think <laughs> do i win <laughs> we just watched the malik wedding i think i think he might be dating alec. i think so spoilers <laughs> okay um Set in the time between City of Ashes and City of Glass, Magnus Bane is determined to find the best birthday present possible for Alec Lightwood, the shadow hunter he may or may not be dating, and he's also got to deal with the demon he's conjured up for a very irritating client. That tells me nothing. That's boring. Oh! What? Oh no! Oh no, what? Oh no! I can tell you why he was banned from Peru. Why? Can't be that bad. Oh. What? There's a spoilers section, and it's just... And it's hidden, and I didn't realise you could click show and it'll just give me the spoilers. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Why is he banned from Peru? Tell me. Oh my. Do you, you want to know? <laughs> Rhiannon has just turned the screen around and several paragraphs. So, 
In 1791, <laughs> Magnus Bain wakes up in his roadside inn just outside of Lima. Fucking the kill me. capital of Peru. Kill me. He then goes to see his warlock friend Ragnafell. In the common room, they order five drinks for Ragnar and 17 for Magnus. Uh, Magnus. 17? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, what? This is why he was banned from Peru. Because he drank all Alcohol of Peru. Alcohol poisoning. He drank Peru. <laughs> drank Peru casually. Let's skip to the end. <laughs> It's just going to say crimes unspeakable again. (laughs) (laughs) I still think public nudity is on the table. Public nudity. Maybe. It's happening. (laughs) Rhiannon's face is pure confusion. And a little bit of disgust. Magnus and Kitty run away together. After Magnus offers her on an adventure and Kitty steals Jeffrey's mother's jewellery, they fall in love. And Magnus' sudden turn to a life of crime, shockingly enough, is not the reason he was banned from Peru either. Oh my god. The High Council of Peruvian Warlocks meet in secret and a letter is sent to Magnus several months later announcing that he has been banned from Peru on pain of death for crimes unspeakable! (laughs) Despite all of his inquiries! I told you crimes unspeakable! Despite all of his inquiries, he never receives an answer to the question of what he has been banned for. to this day, doesn't even know why he's banned from Peru. Yeah, to this day, whatever it is that actually got him banned from Peru must always remain a mystery. You made a joke, but it's true. Cassandra Clare, you're on my hit list. I'm gonna come we're, for we're you. We're coming for her. This is ridiculous. I demand an answer. <laughs> we don't. We don't even know. I told you, crimes unspeakable. Anyway, what did he get Alec for his birthday? <laughs> oh yeah, back to that one. But is he the shadow hunter who has everything? Yeah. He doesn't have his virginity, am I right? Your face just fell. <laughs> you like looked at the section and you were like, oh god. Oh, so many words. <laughs> I hope no one was expecting continuity here because we're back to the story now of what to buy Shadowhunter who has everything. Obsessed. Um, what um, does he buy? Just tell me what he buys. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, Rihanna looks distressed. She is all right with my ass. Okay. <laughs> what? I feel like Rihanna's staring she, at a maths equation. She tells Elias what she needed him to do, which was curse several mermaids. <laughs> what? Who's <It was> Elias? <laughs> I don't know who the mermaids. <laughs> there are mermaids in this world. Why do you need to curse several? No, do you know what Rhiannon? To talk Magnus about I'm starting to think this book is a catch grab from Cassandra <laughs> Clare. Like, she she me- not even tell us what happened in Peru. And she meanders her way around boring stories with cool titles. She doesn't know how to write stories that aren't incest, Margaret. And when she does try, it becomes this. Maybe this was a I, fruitless endeavor. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, I think it might be. It says here, Magnus realises what Alex's gift should be. Magnus takes Izzy's whip and casts a spell on it so that it would never fail her when she needs it. Is that the gift? <laughs> that might be the gift. It's Boring. 50-50. This sucks. Um, if anyone knows what the gift is... <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care at this point. I just want something interesting to happen. Do you know what? I think we've learned an important lesson. This book sucks. I shouldn't read it. <laughs> it will stay on my shelf forever. You? Is this not convinced you to read the Bane Chronicles? Nope. What a shame. Do you know what? I might burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. 
Well, that was the book, so I've really enjoyed that segment <laughs> of disappointment. Not your fault, Rhiannon. Thank you for reading it, though. The descriptions were longer than I anticipated. And uh, I don't want to Way more boring as well. <laughs> do you want to do our little fanfiction section? Yeah. Dun 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 dun. We are such musical geniuses. Oh my god. We don't have a jingle. We don't you even can have make a... it Ruel's um, song, War of Hearts. <laughs> that could be our jingle. I'm not going to subject people to us singing again. <laughs> no, we can pay Ruel and make that our jingle. I don't, I don't think it's even close enough to the original to warrant copyright. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Okay. Random questions. Okay, kiss, marry, kill. Okay. Magnus, Alec. I was going to say Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, marry Valentine. (laughs) Magnus, Alec, Izzy. Hmm. Okay, are we presuming that Alec isn't a gay man? Yes, Alec is bisexual in this world. Okay. Or at least down for you. (laughs) (laughs) Gay, except for me. Love it. Um... I think I would marry Izzy. Okay. I think... I think I'd kiss... Magnus, kill Alec. Oh, okay. What do you think? Hmm. I think I'd marry Magnus. He's such a mm. light in the life. Fair. Kiss Izzy, kill Alec. Damn, I like <laughs> Alec though! I know! Rest in peace, Alec! Oh, I, I really... Gave him some tough competition of his boyfriend and his sister. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like he'd be a bit of a nightmare in a relationship. He'd be very stressful to be around. He's very stressful. You'd have to, like, do everything. You'd have to put in so much effort. Mm. He's a lot. I can't be bothered waiting for his character development. A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an investment, isn't he? Yeah. What do you think social media Magnus would have? I think he just has Instagram. I think he has a lovely mm. Instagram. One for his cats as well. He has yeah. one for every one of his cats. Each individual cat. And he has a fabulous Instagram for himself. Yeah. Oh, and he has a business Instagram for his magic company. Oh, he has his yeah, clients. Yeah, he does. He has, like, multiple. Oh, I love that. Yeah. He, like, runs them all himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. He makes one for Alec. Yes. But Alec just uses Facebook. <laughs> oh, Alec's a Facebook guy, isn't he? Yeah. He doesn't really use it. He uses it for business for the Institute. Yeah. He posts for the Institute. He doesn't use his yeah. own private Facebook. He uses the Institute Facebook and like likes random cat videos by mistake. <laughs> yeah. Alec gives me the vibe of just being, like, technology-wise, just inept. <laughs> oh, yeah, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Magnus, like, not only has many of his own Instagrams, but also constantly looks at, like, Clary's art Instagram mm-hmm. and, like, Izzy's, like, Instagram. Yeah. That's his world. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What would Jace have? Hmm. I think he just has like LinkedIn. <laughs> you know? LinkedIn, but he's looking for families. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's on um, he's on ancestry.com. <laughs> 23 and me. social media mm. but just for his relative yes <laughs> oh poor chase oh bless oh. him <laughs> he's so sad 
What kind of hobbies do you think Magnus has? I think he, mm. he learns to cook. I think he likes being like a little housewife for Alex sometimes. Yeah, I think so. I think he cooks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he bakes. I think baking stresses him out because it's like a science and he likes cooking, which is just like more artistic. Yeah. I mean, did you see this, the scene of like Alec making the stew and then like oh, yeah. Magnus tasting it and yeah. being like, mmm. And then the minute Alec left, he like magic it. Yeah. And so spits it out. He spits it out. Yeah. I think he cooks. Yeah. I'll oh, bless him. Okay. Here's your favorite question. Which Taylor Swift album is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Why do I feel like he's 1989? Yes. Yeah? Yes. What's wrong with me? I think yeah, he's I 1989. Think 1989. Yeah. I think so too. I like that. I think he jams to Bad Blood and gets annoyed when people don't like that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. He definitely listens to Taylor Swift though. Like it's not oh, only yeah. which album is he, how much does he listen to Taylor Swift? He definitely does. He loves Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. He's met Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. He was friends with her. Bestie, he's like, um... Oh, so he's like styled her for a couple of, like, red carpet events. Definitely. Yeah, they're bros. Mm Mm-hmm. And he loves 1989. Yes. I think Alec also likes Taylor Swift, but he likes the more, like, country acoustic stuff. Yeah, he he vibes with the the folklore evermore. Yes. Era. He's like me. Like the early stuff as well, like, yeah. Yeah. I think Alec pretends he doesn't like Taylor Swift, but he does. Do you know who is the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but denies it to, like, his core? Go on. Jace. Yes. Jace is obsessed yeah. with Lover and just will not tell anyone. He refuses <gasps> yeah. to admit that he's obsessed with the album Lover. He will not yeah. admit it. Oh, yeah. He, he 100% has, like, a Jake Peralta-type storyline where he keeps <laughs> saying how much he hates Taylor Swift. Everyone finds out he likes Taylor Swift and he had the she makes me feel things. She makes all of us feel things. <laughs> yeah, definitely. From, like, Magnus. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Love that. Oh. What do we learn with Magnus? Do you want to give that to me before I answer? Um, we've learned that... <laughs> we've learned that... It is possible to write healthy queer relationships, and it is possible to write good bisexual characters. But God, can he be cringe? <laughs> Man and can be cringe. He can be cringe, and he shouldn't be a lawyer. Um, Great. Did we learn anything else? Shadowhunters isn't that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. But not in the it's ways we were expecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's 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 still a mess. Hmm. But it wasn't that bad. Lovely. Lovely. Should we end up there? Yeah. Great. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. It was, it was nice taking that trip down and relaying. Yeah. And watching Shadowhunters again. It was <sighs> a fun time. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I know. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Fair play. I have a new appreciation for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we might do like more series in the future, which are like kind of attached to our childhood a bit, you know? Mm, yeah. We might do that. Yeah, that could be fun. Depends mm-hmm. what people want, but I'd do that. Yeah. Once upon a time. time. Once upon a time. Just Rumpelstiltskin, Rumpelstiltskin. We need Rumpel to talk Stiltskin. about Rumpelfucking Stiltskin. Diddy. Diddy. Magic comes at a price. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I genuinely don't know what people want from this. I don't know. But we'll just keep doing whatever the fuck we want until then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep going insane, and if people want to listen, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they don't, I'll keep going insane. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Yeah. It's your job, I'm afraid. I know. 
Shit, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, so if you want to follow our socials, we are character.chaos on Instagram, characterchaos underscore on Twitter, and then characterchaos on TikTok. We're like different things on different platforms, so. That's a lot. Yeah, follow us if you want to support our little podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, So join us next week where we're going to be talking about... About... It's a me time. Mm -hmm. It's a me. We're talking about Mario. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's about Chris Pratt. (laughs) We're talking about Miles Edgeworth Mm -hmm. from Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Hopefully. Unless I ambush you with a different character that episode. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing a me time with just me. Yeah. So I... I, I've never really... barely even heard of this character before. You are not a gamer. I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer girl, but... But I am. You're going to hear about some gay shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That'll be fun. You know what, Rhiannon? Mm-hmm. For almost a century, (laughs) I've closed myself off to feeling anything for anyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Man or woman. Mm Mm-hmm. But you've unlocked something in me. Whoa. As has this podcast. (laughs) So thank you so much. From Margaret and Margaret only. Yep. I came up with that. Me. Just you. Not Magda Spain. Nope. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Margaret Bain. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Margaret Bain. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Bye.